Hello. Hey there. Hey guys. Hi. Where'd you two go. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be appropriate to wait for an introduction. That that's just me. Well, yeah, you guys are terrible. Speaking hosts. of, welcome to wow. episode fifty of Come Get Your Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Adam. I am Dustin. And I'm Chris. And with us today, we have, well, it's, it's already been spoiled, but two guests uh, to talk with us about some things. Uh, we have Our the, top man, the, fan. Myth, the man, the myth, the legend, Ad Allegedly Jeff, with us. I'm here to talk about uh, the Snow Dog sequel. <laughs> Is Cuba attached? <laughs> I believe so. Okay. And also, uh, we have very near and dear to our hearts our uh only art illustrator uh brandon you can't put that on me hi how's everybody doing <laughs> well we will because uh i you've seen me draw it's not good um <laughs> coincidentally this is also my brother brandon can't and, put that on me either uh, no i put that on our parents it's their allegedly so you put that voodoo on me Ricky Bobby. he was planned i was clearly an accident but it's okay. It all worked out in the end. Yeah. Sure. It's okay. I was an accident, too. <laughs> this is a special episode. It is. Um, we uh, alluded to it in episode 49, but for the big 5-0, uh, we're going to do uh, a large, large spoiler cast of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe at large uh, and the Infinity Saga, as it's known now, I think. Right? Yeah. But That's also, is it a spoiler cast now? Because the Russo brothers said spoilers are fine after this upcoming Monday. Technically, when this episode comes out, the ban will have been lifted. So, At least I according guess to the Russo time. brothers. Right. Uh, if you looked at my recommended articles on Google, uh, Variety, uh, Gizmodo, and IGN don't give a single fuck about that. But No. You know. Not even a little bit. A buddy of mine uh, that I saw it with, he was pissed coming in because there was a big old spoiler sitting right in the title of uh, one of their articles the day before we went. Gotta I mean, get those clicks. They do. It's the same thing like the Game of Thrones. You know, after the last episode, it's, it was just everywhere right away. And it's like, well, I'm glad I watched it right away. Mm-hmm. I went completely social media dark for the like three days leading up to the movie. That's smart. Mm-hmm. You blocked words on Twitter. Yeah, and that worked really well. Good. <laughs> I probably should have done that, yet I somehow got away clean. Um, so I saw it, Brandon. I saw Gary saw it with us, and uh, he got the movie spoiled with him in the parking lot as he's walking to the theater. Oh, that's why I was carrying a weapon with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a seven-year-old girl, wasn't yeah, it? Or something. Yeah, it was, oh, it was like a kid, yeah. Although, Chris, you did blurt out a huge spoiler when we were standing in the lobby afterwards. Yeah, you did. Misty was kind of like, Chris! Sorry, I won't say what it is yet. I mean, we got out, when we saw it, we saw an 8pm showing. When we got out, it was about 11.30. Mm -hmm. There shouldn't be anyone in the lobby area that wasn't there for that movie. Shouldn't be, but you never know. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I think the only other showing was at like 10.30. And, and also, that, I was told to relax. It's okay. Yeah, and you did. Um, <laughs> and then, what was it? Uh, I read an article, I forget from where, but uh, a man in China 
yes. ran out of the theater and just yelled a bunch of big spoilers to everybody who was waiting in line for the next showing and then got his ass handed to him. Hard. Yeah, that's a dick move. <laughs> Arrest that man. Oh my god. He had to go to the hospital. <laughs> so I th- right, Rightfully so. I think yeah, I justice like, was served. I feel like he uh, learned a valuable lesson in life. Like, I don't want to think it matters that much that you know somebody held a spoiler of the movie but at the same right. time the way i was anxiously waiting in the lobby while jeff was getting our tickets i would have probably punched somebody in the face yeah i was taking my sweet old time too you could have had anybody could have spoiled that for you well and it and it's yeah. all and i think it's all about the delivery of the spoiler so like you know in your friend gary's case being a seven-year-old kid just being excited spoiling the movie Okay, that just sucks. But if you're if you're a grown man coming out of the theater yelling major spoilers, yeah, I think you get uh, some physical harm. <laughs> I feel like you 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 you're asking for it. This is intentional. There was, oh, go ahead. So it gives me flashbacks to like back when uh, back when the six Harry Potter book was coming out and people were standing in lines and you have the uh, the the ass hats driving up rolling down the windows it kills Dumbledore and then taking off and it's just like you're a bad person like cowards <laughs> cowards you're so people just want to watch the world burn uh if you didn't know that Snape killed Dumbledore sorry this is a spoiler cast <laughs> it's been like 10 years I think we're saying yeah, <laughs> the statute Actually, of limitations I didn't long. know that I didn't, I'm not a Harry Potter guy but well there you go no, I never oh. can be because I know what happens <laughs> Boo this man! <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, getting kicked off the Discord channel right now. Okay, bye. Block. <laughs> Go get your podcast starts now. So, <laughs> yeah. how many times have we seen the movie? I've only seen it once. Four. Four. Jesus. Two and a half times, I'd say. I went twice. Once in 2D, once in 3D. Uh, I've just seen it the once. I want to get to that. Um, So, three-hour-long movie, how is that in 3D? Uh, I have no issues with 3D. I I play with an Oculus Rift on a regular basis, so I have no issues handling that, so I'm good. It's going to be like anything else. If you're not good with 3D, you're not going to like it. But they did a great job. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah like no. it's not—it's not like too much 3D, right? Like they're not trying to throw too much at you. Like it's—they're yeah, not doing like the typical 3D stuff that like a lot of movies want to do, especially when it was you know back out fresh mm-hmm. again, where it's like, oh hey, and here's this thing, and look, Captain America's shield is coming right at your face. Oh my no. god, how cool is that? <laughs> uh, but no, it just—it gives it that just little extra layer of depth, you know, where it's not. Mm-hmm crazy deep but you know you get the you know certain aspects of the action look way cooler in that really the only marvel movie i would say has to be seen in 3d for just for how beautiful it is is dr strange agreed okay i did that that was fantastic that would be a fun time which I can do on my Rift. I actually have a, I have a movie theater uh, program thing where I can bring in that 3D thing and bam! It's not as good as in the theater by any stretch, but it's still pretty sure. cool. I didn't know that did that, so... Hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure is now. <laughs> Take we off saw another it. Uh, in the pro column. <laughs> we saw the movie in one of those Atmos theaters, and 
God, that was choice. The sound yep. was so amazing. I think that was Chris. You had not been in one of those theaters, right? No, that was that was pretty legit. Except the people sitting to our left just kept making comments throughout the whole movie, and I oh, wanted to slap them. That's too bad. Oh, I, no, no sympathy for anybody that's talking or anything during the movie. During the three D one, there was like this like fifteen year old kid that kept pulling out his phone and looking at Twitter, and it's like, if you don't want to watch the movie, go please get out of here. Yeah. And fortunately, mom and dad kept smacking him down. He stopped like a good hour into it, and fortunately, I'd already seen it, so I didn't have as bad a worry. But yeah, it's just like, yeah. oh, dude, I have literally cursed out a teenage girl who did that when I saw the It remake. <laughs> well, and that and that little piece of shit was probably tweeting out spoilers of the fucking movie too. <laughs> Speaking well, of. <laughs> I read another article where uh, a dude from Reddit uh, posted something, just a random picture on Instagram, and some asshat who he didn't know, complete stranger, came in on that feed and spoiled Infinity War for him. And Oh, that's a great story. And uh, he played it off like, oh, I've already seen it, haha, like, good try though. And then uh, befriended the stranger, and over the course of a year, kept that friendship going only to go see Endgame before The Stranger did, and he spoiled Endgame for Oh, that's dude. amazing. So petty. <laughs> so petty. It's petty and pro on so many levels, and I love it. <laughs> it's, it's really quite impressive. That's he's commitment the right there. A whole ball. year? That is... I was going to say, if he's in a relationship with a woman or man or whoever, like they have should have no worries about his level of commitment because he is <laughs> tier 10. <laughs> Also, don't cross him, because no. clearly he will pay no, you no. back. <laughs> Never wrong this man. <laughs> Eric Cartman levels. But yeah, that is that is some premium revenge right there. I couldn't even imagine. Like, <laughs> this whole guy thought it was like a friendship. Thought he was friends with this guy, and then bam. I wonder yeah, if they're, they're still friends. Like, um, <laughs> no. Last I, I I, What I read, it was a big no, but... Um, who knows? Because <laughs> not only did he spoil major plot points, he took pictures of stuff that happens in the movie and, like, in one mass text message or several massive messages just sent all these things to this person. And then the guy, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you do that? I thought we were friends. And he's like, we were never friends. I've just been talking to you for a year waiting for this moment. Aww. And then the dude, like, swore out of a bunch and, and hasn't talked to him since. It's delicious. Just it is delicious. I'd like to give some minor, minor applause to uh, all the Reddit mods out there that suffered through and eliminated all the spoilers that were coming through on all the major channels. Because yes. I was on Reddit more or less the whole time, never saw anything. I thought I saw one thing um, because it was on a 4chan thread and the sticky like flare was a possible spoiler, but it turned out to be not true. Oh, and I thought something got spoiled for me, and thankfully it was not the case. <laughs> it did not happen in the movie, thankfully. So, yay. Mm. So, I hope everyone who's listening is... Um, ready to buckle in because this is probably going to be a bit of a longer one and there's going to be minimal editing on our side because I don't want who would want to edit something that's two hours long uh, yeah. we don't have that kind of time right now 
Um, so this is just going to be a, a fun, uh, just long conversation about how goddamn good this movie was. Um, and even those who I know are lukewarm on Marvel stuff really enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm assuming as we all did. But so I would say, I would say like at the end, like I did kind of tear up. And and when I watched it the second time, I did like I cried for sure because and then some guy at work was giving me crap for it. I'm like, nah, man, this is eleven years of storytelling coming to an end. Are we going into movies. spoiler mode? Or are we just giving impressions? Um, I mean, if if you want to give your impressions, that includes spoilers. I mean, it's it's a spoiler cast, Jeff. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're engaging full spoiler mode. Yes, yep. right okay. now. This is your last chance. If you somehow if you have it. not seen this movie. <laughs> 13 minutes into this episode if you somehow <laughs> just this is your first time listening to us and you somehow haven't seen Endgame yet this is this is it this is your chance after yeah. having downloaded it looked at the title pressed play sat through 13 <laughs> minutes which Lots of dancing around it kudos to your commitment yep. yeah yeah <laughs> All right, Go Jeff, ahead. you start off, man. Uh, Tony dies, Cap gets old, Thor gets fat, they do time travel. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> That's great having you guys. Thanks for coming. Um. It's a good time. We'll do this again um, after the end of the next uh, saga, whatever tro- that's going to be. Tro- Trollcast over. Uh, no, I, I freaking love this movie. It was I was not sure how they were going to top Infinity War. And they did. It was like just the right amount of fan service and mm-hmm. a decent amount of action. It was paced a little bit differently than Infinity War, but it was, I mean, it was so good. Every, like, it was three hours and it definitely did not feel like three hours. No. It went by quick. Um, so, yeah, I loved it. Brandon, think- what about yours? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I would have a hard time placing it above Infinity, because uh, I I, fe- I do actually feel like Infinity was the better movie overall. But I I loved everything they did. That I can't really think of anything I would have wanted them to do outside of what they did, and it was just executed magnificently and and kept everything nice and tight where I some people cry plot holes in different spots I'm going to argue against it but fantastic job mm-hmm. it definitely didn't seem like it was three hours for me but no. um, there was because it was paced differently than Infinity War there was like several times where it was just downtime um, but it was the t- that time was used well for whatever it needed to do and accomplish Right, and like the whole first act was just somber melancholy, and yeah. like, it was kind of slow in some parts, but it didn't feel like they were lingering too long. And I think that might change for me on subsequent viewings. That all my like because it was I, it was the same with Infinity War when um, before they go to uh, find Thanos the first time, uh, and it's. Um, Star Lord and Gamora just talking on the ship, like, and she's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna have to kill me." Like that scene, I can do without until Drax shows up or doesn't show up, depending on how you want to look at that. <laughs> and so I think when I watch Endgame again, I'm sure there will be a couple different times where I feel that same way. But like, mm-hmm. I still on my first viewing, I still really enjoyed everything I saw a lot. 
and um, that Atmos Theater sound system is it's choice the bass rumbles (laughs) yeah this movie vibrates oh it's awesome you feel everything this movie felt like an ending which is like a huge accomplishment because like everyone's you know it's endings are so hard to do that's why everyone's like yeah the second movie is always the best and but this was like actually felt like you got some closure and like i was kind of afraid they were going to kind of linger and just you know tease the next thing and keep the whole universe going but it was like okay this was actually an ending uh, and it was a really good ending so i was i was pleasantly well, surprised to see that well they could have I mean, brought they, in some tease there was a little bit but it wasn't like that wasn't the point of it right but they but they did they did tease a couple things but I think that's what I think that's what Spider-Man's movies for because Kevin Feige even said Spider-Man: Far From Home is the end of the Infinity Saga, of and then Phase we see four. what happens next. So who knows, mm-hmm. like, w- like what's going to come up? And I think we'll find out um, on Spider-Man's movie. When's that? May I think. July. Mm-hmm. Coming up. Yeah. Yep. Next um, month, Mysterio. Which, speaking of, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is... Oh! I, I mean, I mean, I like Jake Gyllenhaal and anything he's the or does, basically. But, I mean, I think that's a great choice. Yes. Willem Dafoe or get the fuck out. <laughs> As Mysterio? <laughs> no, it's Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe oh, wait, can play this... anything. Yes. You We're know, talking about Mysterio, man. He's a Latin bit of... You know, he's something of a scientist himself. I think, uh, but I think Endgame, in, in in a lot of the MCU, was really, you know, Tony Stark's story. And you really saw a culmination of his his storyline. As Jeff alluded, alluded to right away, <laughs> he dies. But if you watch the original Iron Man, he, Tony was not that guy. He was the, the selfish, for-himself person... And throughout the entire MCU, you just see that character grow and grow. And, you know, when he when he finally met, you know, Peter Parker in Civil War and then became, like, Peter Parker became his protege, like, that that means, like, he was ready for, to be a dad. And then in Endgame, you see that he has a daughter in that five-year span between Thor chopping, the, chopping Thanos' head off <laughs> and... Um, in the first 20 minutes of the movie, by the way, which, when seeing that in theater, I was like, holy shit, it is on. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what's happening next. That's why I was like, where where do you go from here? <laughs> now that there's still two hours and 40 minutes of movie left. I wondered well, if they edited it wrong. Where it was like, oh, hold on, they accidentally spliced this part in the beginning, and it was supposed to be later. Oh. <laughs> oops, did you guys, did you do an oopsie in the booth? Cause... And, then they, and then they premiere it, and they're like, oh shit, we never fixed that part. Hope everybody looks past it. <laughs> but you see, you know, you see Tony sacrifice himself, even though he now has something solid to live for. He's making the sacrifice. I feel like and this, it was great. Well, I feel like this movie was. I, I agree with what you're saying about Tony Stark, but I also feel like it's the same for Cap, mm-hmm. where we see him from the beginning, where he's very unselfish he's all about everybody else and helping everybody else and then you get to the end of endgame and he finally does something selfish for himself Mm -hmm. he's like fuck everybody else 
I've I've earned my time. Like well, Cap's story is largely like really him becoming an adult. Yeah. Because you know he was a kid, you know, scrappy, wanting to help and you know fight and do everything, and that was all he was about. And even after getting frozen, he comes out and he's a thirty-year-old boy, you know, doing stuff through a lot of these movies. And you even see it, you know, like one of my favorite lines in Ultron was when they're going in attack and attacking uh, the Baron at the beginning, and uh, you know he goes language. <laughs> and then in this one, you know, you've got him complimenting his own ass. That's America's ass. That is America's ass. America's ass yes. right there. Yes. Well, even just when, before he even says that line, he's like, oh, you got to be shitting me. Like, <laughs> what are you, yeah, the old, old young cab is like, I can do this all day. He's like, he's like I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I've been there. The, the way that you've written these characters, and I mean, I, like, obviously, this, based on our reactions, you probably guessed that there's going to be a lot of sucking Marvel's dick here, but. Um, <laughs> I'll cradle like, their balls too. <laughs> <laughs> the way they've written these characters and and keeping it consistent throughout a decade um, is hard to do, and then show how much they've grown over a course of a you know decade. Which I mean, in their time, it's what it's ten, maybe not even ten years, seven, eight years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like I mean, even like it's it's all the Avengers original Avengers story because then you have Black Widow as well. You know, she was kind of like the charismatic part of the team who really this developed as her family. And with her and Hawkeye slash Ronan, you know, going for the Soul Stone, and you know one of them has to make a sacrifice. As soon as they say they're going to Vormir, it's like, oh shit, who's dying? And everyone, I think, I know myself, thought it's going to be Hawkeye. You know, I was like, he's got to... Oh yeah, it's, it's got to be him. Without doubt, and I mean they they said that there's going to be a Black Widow movie, so I'm like, yeah. oh, of, co- of course it's going to be Hawkeye. They got to keep her around for the movie, and they just no, I don't know if that was prequel. like just a fake thing, or yeah, maybe it's a prequel. But I it's thought it was really cool. cool that they just were like, no, it's it's her. But, but you really see in the beginning, like after the five years is up, and she's talking to, you know, Nebula, Rocket, Captain Marvel. Like you could, she's sad, she's depressed. You know, she doesn't know how to move on. And I think this is her being able to be like, I want, you know, I want to save everybody for well, the future. My, my theory behind around that is that like, if you look at both Black Widow and Hawkeye, like they're just human beings. <laughs> Met among gods. Of, uh, yeah. Of superhuman godlike levels. Like this is how they can help. Like this, this is like like that's that's what I think that Black Widow wanted to do in that moment was like this. I can do this for everybody. Like I can help everybody in this moment, and that's something I can do. Like I don't have to, you know, I don't have superhuman strength, but I can sacrifice myself for everybody. Speaking of that, maybe it would have been a good idea to send one of the superheroes with the two humans. Like I mean, I get why they did it plot wise, but I'm like, yeah. you know, why are you guys sending those two off who are just like mortals that'll just get murked? immediately by some space alien (laughs) yeah no they can hold their own they can hold their own it it makes sense from our side plot wise it doesn't make a lot of sense from inside the team because realistically nobody there really actually knows what it took to get that time uh, to get that soul stone so Mm -hmm. they're they're sending these two out into the nothing going "Ah, they'll figure it out (laughs) good luck <laughs> I well, I think no. I mean, Iron Man knew. Why would he know? I talked about it. 
Iron Man knew because in Infinity War, you know, Peter Quill beat the shit out of Thanos because he killed Gamora. Oh, and he just didn't so say anything because he knew. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. But maybe he didn't like. Maybe it didn't register to him. Or no, it probably didn't. He just like wouldn't. No, tell actually, him it he, couldn't they have. Because he only, like, they found out while they were trying to wrestle the glove off of Thanos' hands and said, oh, she's dead. And then it gets smacked in the face, they go through the fight, and then, boom, they're wiped out. So there was no discussion that would have happened where they could have even, like, logically gotten through, depending on yeah, what Nebula knows. Right, and then the next moment you see, like, Tony and every, like everybody meet back up, like, he's been floating in space for 23 days on this ship like he's clearly okay he's mentally pretty fucked up like, so iron, iron man doesn't know but nebula knows. nebula should know like nebula was there then right. so the plot holes making they, me change my review <laughs> two out of ten she, she knew that the stone <laughs> was there but do we know like that she knew how it would have came in i mean yeah, she does know that I he mean, went there know. with gamora and left without her and then so that could factor came back without her yeah yeah that's you not know, she, like Oh, go ahead. Also, she could be alive still. Did she? I think she's just trapped in the Soul Stone. So, their Russo brothers said that there is like a Soul Universe, which is why like Baby Gamora was in the Orange Realm E thing in Infinity War. That's the Soul Stone Universe or Realm or whatever you want to call it. Right. Baby Gamora? I don't remember this. Just did they show how much did it cost? Yeah, how much did it cost? Oh, that was everything. okay. Yeah. So technically, you could find widow in there baby widow um but they've also said like the russo brothers said that she is dead she's gone Mm -hmm. but technically could be in the soul stone it's comics man yeah i mean comics um (laughs) one thing i had that was brought up to me by uh our good buddy um another chris not this chris different chris and I, don't, I won't say his last name i don't know you have other friends named chris evans in, in case he yeah chris evans mm-hmm. messaged me on facebook the other day um so uh, this whole movie is a a time like well time heist i guess but time mm-hmm. travel like nods to back to the future and other like time cop a bunch of things there's a lot of time travel and that's done using uh pin particles in uh that were introduced in the ant-man movies um so before they go off on this grand quest to uh steal the times or the stones before thanos gets them uh everyone has two pin particles one to go back in time and one to come to the present uh obviously uh some mishaps happen cap gets more of them but um on not Vormir, uh, whatever planet uh, Nebula and Rhodey go to. Morag. Uh, and we see... Morag, yeah. Yeah, Morag. And we see uh, Peter Quill just... Um, Dancing. The intro to Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. from a different perspective, which I love. Um, <laughs> so he's they, an idiot. Like, you can yeah. hear his headphones. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, so they, they get this, the Power Stone and Rhodey goes back to the present and Nebula is captured by Thanos and Gamora and old Nebula um, or 2014 Nebula and they basically interrogate her and like torture her and then 2014 Nebula uses the Pym particle from the 2019 Nebula to come back to the present how 
other other than its comics how does how does thanos get there to the present i mean she does something with the machine with her robot arms i i I also have i have a a small theory i'm I'm assuming some of these minor plot holes i'm hoping that when the actual movie comes out um there's some like deleted scenes that maybe give a little more direction into some of this but like the way that it all works is i'm i'm under the assumption that thanos would have the capabilities of somehow replicating the pim particles like he could take three years to replicate it and then still show up at the same exact moment see that's what i thought because it's time travel he has space science yeah like Um, he could just do whatever it could take him however long and he could just do it the maw is like incredibly smart so i mean i that's what my theory was is like i'm because i can't remember there's not even a throwaway line to like explain it that i could think of nope there's not i assume that nebula just used that stuff on like the whole warship somehow and just took everybody i don't know because uh, then she come, the 2014 nebula comes to the present or their present and then uses the gps bracelet and the machine that uh mm-hmm. professor hulk built to <laughs> oh right give the court give the coordinates to thanos in the past so Oh, that's how I it went down. Because I could not remember how Thanos got, like, like when he got sucked into the main timeline. Like, I, for yeah. some reason, I was thinking it was as they all came back. But it was after. No, no, no. Um, 2014 Nebula comes back to the present to, like, you know, pretend she's the real, well, the quote-unquote real Nebula. And then uh, slips away for a couple minutes, goes to the big quantum machine, and then brings give set does something and gives thanos the coordinates to that location in time or like they would have gotten the coordinates off of her space gps and because uh, something has to be done on this side in order to bring folks back and so she would have just kind of flipped the switch opening up the gate for them to come back in which which is possible i mean they, they could do they have like space technology you know you don't know what kind of right. technology they're that, not i mean i i was just curious especially because the the people who have seen it more than once like i couldn't remember if there was a line that kind of just they said at one point that explains it or if there wasn't no i don't remember no. anything now the only extra thing was uh that i saw through any of there was when cap was grabbing the pim particles he didn't just grab two he grabbed like four or five of them he grabbed four of them yeah yeah he did grab four of them but yes. I assume that was for taking the stones back. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. One return trip back and then... Well, no, I think he'd need more than four, though. Yeah, but at that point, he now that they're taking the stones back, like, well, Hank Pym is ba- he's alive again. Yeah, that's so. true. And you, so can syn- you could synthesize more. Right. right. Speaking of Professor Hulk, like, that mm-hmm. was awesome. I, I thought that was great. I enjoyed Professor Hulk. And it's a good way to, you know, have him have the Hulk there and not have to, you know, go through all the hassle of going, all right, got to animate him getting big, going small, getting big, going small again. Well, and in Infinity War, I thought the weakest point or whole thing of that movie was Bruce Banner. I agree. 100%. Sure. I hated his arc in Infinity War. I didn't think they wrote him that well. Um, And he didn't... I also didn't think Mark Ruffalo delivered his lines that well um no i agree but 180 turnaround for endgame 
Yeah, I wasn't so, sure how I felt about it at first. Just like you know, they they go to the diner and he's he's there, and at first I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But what does that mean for him and Black Widow? Because they kind of had this will they won't they thing. So that's just done with, You've I guess. Seen, we've all seen we've all seen that gif. Yeah, we've all seen that gif. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, oh, yeah. I guess that relationship we're just gonna forget about. Uh, but you know, well, as you go through the movie, I'm like, okay, years. That's, well, that's true. We don't know what's happening. I think, yeah, yeah, I think she moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she Sometimes was stuck in her. You know, I'm sitting here in Avengers headquarters with my depression. You know, two tone hair going on that I haven't touched in the last five years. Yeah, and, and that's the, so I. I, I think like she she moved on from Bruce Banner and and then larger problems were at the forefront so that probably got shoved aside. Well, it also adds to her character where she's trying to kill herself in Warmere where she's like, I got nothing, I got nothing else other yeah. than the Avengers. Like, there's no family or relationship. So I thought that there's, was all right. Right there, that's where our other set of pin particles would have come from because she didn't come back. He could have gone over to Baromir, picked up her. Uh, oh, picked up yeah, her. Possi- yeah, but that's a possibility. Yeah but, yeah, but Thanos didn't get that. You know, no. he came back with. I don't. You know, I don't know. If, no, they like they were torturing New Nebula. Uh, or a current Nebula, because you know, hey, what's going on here? And she'd have been like, oh, me and Iron, Ma- or me and War Machine are over here picking up this one, and then they're watching her stuff, and it's like, oh, there goes uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow to go over to this planet, Bormir. All right, let's go over there. Te- yeah, technically, they had like five years to go there at any point in time and pick up that pin particle. All right, even I'll more than that, that. Could- I'll buy it. That could work. But, yeah, so they could have they could have went there. They could have reverse engineered the the pin particles. Like, so there's a, there's a number of ways. Taking Widow's GPS bracelet, and so yeah, that I mean that that tracks. Well, um, there there you go, Chris. I hope that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the real hero of the story though? Uh, the rat that saved <laughs> Scott Lang. The fourteen millionth, whatever, however many six hundred five versions. That was the one. The rat. <laughs> <laughs> and the Russos, uh, Russos are on, um, <laughs> like, quoted as saying, "Yeah, I was lucky." <laughs> There's yeah. no real reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't write the story, you know. They, <laughs> but no, no. But I also accept that, like, if you're going to win in this battle, whatever timeline, like, I'm assuming the one you win is just going to be because of some sort of Sheer. luck happenstance yeah just happens has to be a degree of luck involved yeah yeah so i, I accept that yeah so i'm fine with you so him coming back brings up the whole time travel thing i don't know how did you guys feel about the time travel because just in general i don't like time travel in a movie that's not specifically geared towards it like if it's back to the future fine if it's on a looper whatever that's the point of the movie but then they introduce it into like an established series and i'm like I don't know. It introduces so many plot well, holes. It's hard to do. It's I really hard to I do. I personally, it is very hard to do, and I personally don't mind this one. The only issue I have, and I think I said this to you, Adam, on our drive back, was the only issue I'm seeing with this is that they come to Tony to be like, hey, we can kind of figure this out. We'll do this time heist, whatever. He says no. Then he spends one night and just <laughs> figures out time travel. Yeah, this is super power. He's super smart. Or, yeah. or has he actually been secretly working on this for 
years. I think he was secretly alive. I think he was working out. And we don't have a time frame for it either. You know, so it could have been months and months as he's running different scenarios. True. True. And Pepper wasn't really shocked as well when like when he discovered time travel. Like it seemed like she was happy for him, but that made me think that he was working on it for some time. And maybe just like kind of gave up on it for like a little bit. Just got an invertimobius strip. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But I do I do love Tony's reaction. Like, like oh shit. It works. shit. And he like he falls back like oh, shit. Well like that's power that no one else in the world has. Yeah, you're like, oh my god. Oh god. Well um, I like that okay. they they went and used uh for as far as time travel stuff goes, I, I feel like they used the Lost principle uh, from the TV show Lost, where yeah. when in there they had this whole thing where they were way back in time, like 30 years previous, and there was one simple rule that was whatever happened, happened. So you can't change the past. You can't change what had already happened. That already happened. You were, like, you know, in the Avengers 1... Hulk and Tony and Ant-Man and Captain America were always sitting off there over to the side doing that stuff. We just didn't see it. Right. right. Yeah, I agree. Just like Cap was always, old Cap was always there in the past. See, that's where um, I get confused because right. I'm not even sure how, like, it sounded like they were actually going into, like, alternate parallel timelines. So I'm not even sure if they were going back into their own timeline. Well, so here, so like, the great does somebody, one. well, does somebody want to, yeah, does somebody want to, like, split up the teams and say where they all went off because that's what happened in this movie like once they figured out time travel they sent these teams off to very specific points in time where there was going to be a you know a stone and it was just them visiting movies that we've seen in the past so there's yeah three points in time where the the stones were right one in guardians of the galaxy one when um star lord stole yep the gem from the temple uh, then when Rocket and Thor went to Asgard, when Jane had the, yep. the Aether in her body in the Dark World, which I kind of appreciate that they <laughs> and that's a that second that's a second Golden. timeline. <laughs> they for, yeah they yeah. forced everybody to go back and see part of Thor Dark World again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in New York 2012, when, where the first Avengers movie happened, there were three gems at one time: Time mm-hmm. Stone, uh, Power Stone, and Space Stone. Power Stone was um, Mind Stone. Mind Stone. Mind Stone. Um, and yeah, like they, so they went back. They had to just get the stones and then try to bring them back. Uh, the problem, the problem with that is that now there's definitely an alternate timeline, considering that Loki grabbed one and just disappeared when he was supposed to be taken hostage and bring brought back to Asgard. And. The Great One kind of gets into that after she um, force pushes Bruce Banner out of the Hulk. <laughs> she force pushes. Uh, yes. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Uh, she, they kind of, they, I mean, they demonstrate it where, like, there's this, like, golden line, like, floating off into the distance. And then she's like, when you take one of the time stones from the past, it creates a detour or an alternate lane. Um, and until, like, she wouldn't give up the, the time stone until bruce convinced her that they'll put him back and realign all the uh times timelines and different timelines together she was convinced once she once bruce said that dr strange gave up the time stone in the future 
She's so, like, oh shit. Like, willingly. E- even if it causes an alternate timeline, it's still for the best that that right. happened. That's where, so, that's where I'm confused, and, is because, like, it's not just the stones, though. Like, any action you do will cause a splinter. Like, take, for example, later on when uh, Cap uh, goes into the elevator, and he's, you know, he's got that great moment where he's like, hail Hydra. So now everyone in the elevator thinks he's with Hydra in that timeline. So that, like, you can't undo that. Right, and so there are, well, and with what's going on, they could have assumed, you know, could have assumed in some way, oh, maybe it's Loki, maybe it's some of this other stuff, and not actually Captain America. I suppose, yeah, that's true. I'll I'll buy that. And and the real Cap that got his ass kicked could come back and be like, no, that was, like, Loki. That was Loki. But when when Loki. Loki steals the space, or the Tesseract, like, he's gone. That timeline is fucked. That's different. Yeah, that that part is yeah, but they don't know that he had disappeared. Maybe that'll be a part of the Loki TV series that's going to be on Disney. Yeah, Plus. probably. Yeah, or or when Cap goes back to return all the stones, he fixes Loki getting away. Yeah, that's a possibility. Something. Too. Yeah, something. Well, and so, then like with Cap taking the stones back, like he has to go see Red Skull's ass. He does. I would love to see that interaction. Yeah. How do like, you how do you what? get that stone back? A lot of theories out there pointing that Red Skull could be one of the next big baddies again. That'd be cool. Um, which I forget. Well, what the, yeah, he just I forget what the series, is, the comic series is, but like he basically is like in a mech suit at one point in time, and it's the Avengers and a lot of the Avengers, a lot of the X Men having to team up is like the X, no X I X allies or something like that. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, like X Men and Avengers people team up to defeat Red Skull, who turns a lot of people into like super soldiers and stuff like that so that's a possibility um i think to go kind of go back to what jeff originally brought this point from was as far as time travel movies i generally you know even if it's an established series and then they introduce it i'm a little lax because i mean nobody knows yeah (laughs) right so like if you can make if you can at least present it so it looks like it makes sense. You can establish whatever rules you yeah, want. Yeah, Bruce had like two or three sentences where they were talking about like Back to the Future and the time travel movies where he explained it and it was like he went pretty quickly. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll buy it. I'm I'm in. And this is the last movie in a whole saga of twenty some movies. I'm I'm not yeah. gonna be too nitpicky on it if you well, end up giving me a great movie. Well, what he right. said is that if you go to the past and like, kill Thanos, you can't come back to this future. You then created a new future. Like, so you have to, you just have to go in there, get the stones, and bring them back to that moment, or else alternate timelines happen. Now, we, you got to know there's alternate timelines for sure now, but that, like, look at the uh, X Men Days of Futures Past. They do we, did this. Do we have to? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but X, the X Men movies before that, like, sucked they really did and they didn't get too much better honestly afterwards but they were be- but they were better <laughs> they were better oh, yeah. but they got they to were. retcon some shit like deadpool and you know all that bad stuff essentially so there this gives them i think a lot of interesting plots to go through and who knows you know what's coming up and what they can do based on the these events that happened during the end game yeah because of the time travel element of this movie and alternate universes and now the the, everyone knows about the or at least a lot of people know about the quantum realm um and with with the in real life acquisition of fox like they've really just kind of like we can do whatever the hell we want and it can make sense right 
Mm-hmm. Well, it gives them the spark to bring in mutants in the Fantastic Four. You know, where it's, hey, sure. this thing is what kind of caused, you know, this generation of people with abilities to come about. But they could, this gives them an option to, you know, an opportunity to bring these characters. I think that's what you're alluding to, like Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. And, and Doctor Doom is a great villain if they can pull it off, which yes. none of the movies have been able to so far. So. Um, we'll I think see. I, I think I mentioned to somebody last night that I wanted Doctor Doom to be the next big villain. I want I want like Galactus or some shit, you know, <laughs> like oh, Galactus, <laughs> Jesus. Uh. But I would know. Guys, forget about all this time travel stuff because we skipped over one of the best parts of the movie, which Fat was Fat Thor. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> they made Finally, Thor a superhero that looks Fat. like me. <laughs> He was the dude. He was <laughs> relatable. Dude. Oh yeah, Lebowski <laughs> all the way. <laughs> and well, he even gets called that. But they they made arrogant, cocky Thor put like he he thinks he caused the death of half the universe. Yep. And killing Thanos in the first twenty minutes didn't resolve that feeling. So you know he just became essentially an alcoholic. He eats several humble pies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Several. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dude, just making him fat and relatable. Like they basically saved Thor by you know starting in yes. Ragnarok. They actually uh, made him absolutely. funny, and then like in this, even though yeah, he's fat and that's supposed to be like a comedic beat. Like you can clearly see he is like totally grief stricken, like a tragic character, mm-hmm. and you sort of see that all the way through. Even though there's you know some levity in his drunken well, stupor uh but towards the end i mean like it's awesome and he fat that's the whole that movie. i was just gonna say that's the part i love the most is the fact that like i expected once he showed up to be fat like i was like okay that's funny and i expected them to like i don't know montage whatever he gets back in shape and like then they fight thanos later but like the fact that he stays fat the entire time is well, it's the first amazing. time he's faced true defeat yeah yeah well, Gary asked me, he's like, well, I don't understand. Three of them were fighting Thanos. Why couldn't they beat him? Well, Thor in Infinity War, when he got Stormbreaker, was way powerful than Thanos. But this is Thor at his weakest he has probably ever been in his life. Stormbreaker is not enough for that. Well, also, this is this is Thanos nine years in the past. So, it's Well, this like... is Thanos nine years in the past that has no mercy anymore. He right. saw that what he had planned to do wasn't going to work. So his only other option is, I gotta kill, kill you guys. He says, screw it, everyone's dead, and I'm starting but over. It, okay, is that what happened? Because he was almost speaking, like at the end, he was almost speaking like he was wrong. And I'm like, how do you know you were wrong if you're from the past? Is it just that he saw through ne- through what had happened? Because it almost he was like speaking like I as if he had he been saw through it. Stuff I'm through like, that's kind of confusing. Yeah, he mm-hmm. saw himself die. He saw that he had gotten the gems and, and defeated half the universe, and he even says, I had hoped that you guys oh. were able to move on and flourish. After with the ha- gift I gave you of killing yeah. half the people. And then he's like, now I know that that won't happen, that you guys will just dwell on the past. Uh, so my only option is... Through the whole trouble it. of getting the stones, traveling through time, like his only option now is just like, everyone's dead, and I'm starting I over. Gotta, yeah, I gotta kill yeah. everything. That makes sense. I forgot that he did the whole hologram thing mm-hmm. with Nebula. Where he's yeah, like, he saw himself die, man. Like, you know, he's yeah, you know, and then he said destiny fulfilled, but then he saw what he quote unquote was his destiny and it didn't work. So, 
and then you know that happened he fought you know he fought cap iron man and thor and then we saw probably the biggest fan service yet Cork playing fortnite uh yeah. Well, also, yeah. Why the fuck is Fortnite still that popular in five years in the future? I can't foresee that happening. It's freaking Fortnite, no, man. I I hated it. Ugh. No, it'll be that popular. Do you want them to be playing PUBG? Popular still. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we well, got to figure half the population is gone. So means like half the developers are gone. Half the servers so. are you know not populated anymore. <laughs> Takes a much longer to create Ninja a game got now. Snapped. Uh, <laughs> but so in Civil War we saw Cap clear his conscience mm-hmm. in my opinion and what I theories I've read and stuff like it just makes sense that he told Tony that he knows like how his parents died and he was holding on to that secret that Bucky the Winter Soldier had killed his parents and now being able to get that out in the open his his moral balance is clean like he you know he's back so Cap is worthy of Molnir, and we saw it. Oh, I took it as like he's always been no, worthy. He could like you. You get that nice yeah. that that reference to um, Age of Ultron, just, where he sort of almost picks it up. And I, I took it as like, oh, he's uh, he's he knew he could pick it up at that time, but didn't. No, I, I think he, <clears throat> his his moral compass wasn't right there. I think it was he's the reason it. he was picking oh. it up. Because for the, when he was doing it there, he was doing it for pride. Like, hey, look at me. I can pick this up. Ha, ha, ha. Where here, he had to pick it up. He had... Sure. And not only pick it up, but called it to him. I could see that. My only gripe with that scene where he, get, where he uses Mjolnir is after, you know, Thor's get attacked, you see that they cuts to the hammer lifting up from the ground, and then Thanos gets hit with it. I wish they didn't even show that hammer get lifted up at all. I wish they were just cut to the hammer hitting Thanos, and he'd be like, "What? How? How do you not? That's like such a fan service payoff moment, though." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I see when I saw it lift off off the ground, I was like, "Oh, Thanos doesn't know the hammer's behind him. Thor is just calling it up off yep. the ground." When really it was Cap picking it up. So I actually thought that that little like edit was added to it because it kind of misdirected the audience a little bit. And then you see it, like, even you see it hit him, I'm like, okay, Thor's still in control of it. Yeah, and then it maybe. cuts back, and it's just flying back. And he, the awesome part is that Cap catches it like Thor, where it's like, you know, God of yeah. War catching the uh, mm-hmm. the axe. I'm just like, I got literal yeah. chills at that well, the whole, point. Our, like, our whole this, theater che- feel... cheered, and we're, we're like, clap. It was so great of a moment. Like, fantastic. Yeah. I, for a split second, thought it was Thor calling it back. But then, like, because it lingered on the hammer being lifted up right. for like more than a half a beat I, I literally just started elbowing Misty yep. being like, yep. ah. like Cap's picking yeah. it up Cap's picking oh, it up man. <laughs> and then also he could pick up Stormbreaker too mm-hmm. you know because in, yeah, he's in the battle he, he accidentally calls Stormbreaker <laughs> by mistake yeah Thor's like you take the little one um I, I would also like to commend the audience that we saw it with at the Atmos Theater, because uh, I'm, and I've said it on this show before, like, I hate it when people start cheering and clapping during movies, because it usually lasts way too long, and you miss dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone yeah. in the show I saw, like, everyone clapped, and then, like, immediately fell silent, because they were waiting to hear what happened, you know, next piece of dialogue. Oh, yeah. It was great. Like, please do, 
Well, with those theaters, like those are expensive ass tickets. Those are like twenty bucks a pop. So you're not gonna get like a whole family with a bunch of little kids. And I think the audience that we were with is was probably a little more mature. And Agreed. And you tend to get that little, opening weekend. You know. Well, and also just to yeah. take it back to this, like, so Chris, you're saying your favorite line is "That's America's ass." My favorite line from this movie was Thor saying, "I knew it." <laughs> after yeah. after Cap fucking threw it and brought it back, so good. Like, him just saying, "I knew it," was like, "Fuck yeah." Yeah, I don't. I don't think because he says it in like a way that's like. Yeah. I think that also goes. I thought back. that's what you said. No, you I said don't. That earlier, I don't. I don't think so. I didn't think he said that. We'll we'll have we'll just have to listen to the tape. Right. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it just it goes back to what we were kind of starting with, like the character arc of or the arcs of all these characters, like in Age of Ultron when Cap, you know, nudges Mjolnir slightly off the table, like. Thor looks very worried and he's yeah. not happy about it because he's a cocky asshole at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, his character in just two movies has gone, come super far. And then like, now he's just like, this is fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. The same reaction he did when uh, Hulk burst through the doors in Ragnarok. It's just, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and then like in Ragnarok, Hulk or uh, Thor got served humble pie in that. You know, his mm-hmm. sister just d- destroyed Molnir. He's like, oh shit. Um, and then in Infinity War, he became super god and super powerful. And and then again, he had to take a step back. And his he's been on a roller coaster of emotions. I cannot wait to see Asgardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> which is a comic series. It is. It is with completely different people, but it'll work in this context too. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I missed it. Did uh, Captain America bring back Mjolnir too? Because otherwise, so there's just a universe with Thor with that doesn't have. His we armor. have to assume because he took it with him at the end, and he didn't well, we, have it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There is a question in our tweet corner that asks this. So unless we want to talk about this right oh, okay. this moment, it's up to you guys. Bring it yeah, out. Bring it out. Bring it out. It's here. Ask that tweet. So, okay. I think when he, I think when that he returned the stones, he just returned the hammer to that timeline. Well, he had, he brought the hammer with. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, it was sitting on yeah, the pedestal. Ha- and yep. he has to bring back the Aether um, reality yep. stone back to that time. So, I mean... I'm I'm more interested in how he gets that back inside Natalie Portman. Um, bring it, I think he just brings the hammer back uh, to that there. timeline, and then it's just there. But I'll send you I a Pornhub link. I was gonna say, I think at this moment there is about sixty thousand different fan fiction. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rule thirty four, man. How he puts the aether back. How in he Natalie gets Portman. it back. Sure. Also, I really want to know. Like, we get a brief cameo from Natalie Portman. Who had sworn off comic book movies, um, and then and then did uh, the fucking sci-fi movie that uh, just Netflix. recently Annihilation. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, but that's besides the point. Anyway, which was really I good by the way. Movie. It's my favorite sci-fi movie, probably in the past six seven years. Um, and she didn't but, shoot anything for this. She did come back in and do some low-key voiceover stuff, but uh, this was ju- uh, all the scenes you saw her in were just uh, deleted scenes from Dark World. I, I, so I'm assuming he said deleted scene from Dark World. Yes, deleted uh, scene from Dark. I was gonna. World. I was wondering if that was <laughs> yeah, a. That's uh, what, if that was just leftover yeah, I, footage. I, 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 that's what that was. What I was wondering if because I didn't think she'd shoot anything. She went to the premiere. Um, 
but I thought it must have been just leftover footage from something else. So save that money any way you can. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah, in this that movie. <laughs> Take that budget, put it in your four one k. There you go. But my uh, personally, my favorite part in the movie uh, was was the the service to Cap. Like I, I love that he was able mm-hmm. to live his life and stayed back with Peggy, which means that old Cap was always there. Like Brandon alluded to that, like Ant-Man and Iron Man were always at New York. Hulk was always at second. Hulk was always at New York. Um, other cat, other Cap was there. So, you know, I, I actually had a thought of like, I I wanted to go back and look at, uh, I can't remember if it was uh, civil war or, um, or what, but when Peggy Carter had her funeral, I was like, all right, what if there's an old Steve Rogers sitting in the background oh, that we shit. can't see? And do people, if they somehow uh, knew to do that. And do people know that it's Steve Rogers, or is it just Peggy that knows it's Steve Rogers and he has, like, a different identity? You know, because well, like, people would have known, right, that, like, he, was, he came back. What's that show, Agent, Agent Carter or whatever? Doesn't she have, like, a husband in that, but you never meet him? I thought I read that. Like, I, I didn't watch it. She's married, but she did. I don't think she's married, but she there. I, I had kind of read into it a little bit, but there's an agent on that show that she like strikes a relationship with, quote unquote. But maybe you know it got canceled, so who knows? Like that could have been something, sure. like a, something maybe. else. You know, a throw off or something. Yeah. You know. Well, it's cool, and I think it was was it Winter Soldier where Steve goes to see her in I assume some hospice yes. or something, and she has Alzheimer's; she yep. can't remember, oh, wow. so she wouldn't remember that she <clears throat> had her whole life with him. She just saw him and was like, "Oh, Steve." Well, she did at here. first, but I think she knew how to knew to play it off. They they you know? notebooked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. I really do want to go back to Civil War now, yeah, uh, and see if. They had the force. I mean, it's the, it's I all the Russo brothers. So, like, there wasn't. <laughs> oh, there wasn't. Okay, damn. Yeah, I was <laughs> hoping there. You don't. You really just see Cap, a couple people sitting next to him, and then uh, the niece. Well, dude, if you went, if you went back into the forties, and granted, he's got the soldier serum, uh, super soldier serum in him, but he's like, it's like twenty twenty three. That dude is like, yeah, he's a hundred and twenty. Yeah. Like, um. Speaking of Peggy's niece, like so, just fuck her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, old news. They're not. Eventually. They're not related. <laughs> well, I, just in the fact that, like, in in Civil War, it's set up that there is a romantic uh, possibility between Peggy's niece and Steve, and then they just they and then there's nothing else about it ever yeah, again. Never. Well, he had to go underground. I assume that she got snapped out. Yeah. So he wouldn't have really had any... I, that's my assumption. If she was snapped out, he wouldn't have had any more time with her. Because pretty much right after everyone snapped back in, I think he goes back. So it's just kind of like, well, well so, haven't seen well, you lately. Well, Civil War, so. he's back on the run. And well, yeah. After Civil War, and um, he's doing his thing. And then Infinity War happens, and... People die. Ghosted her. She ghosted him technically. If she got snapped, that's true. I mean, well, the ultimate. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) She's is she in uh, Agents of Shield? No, Uh, I I don't don't, know. I don't know. know. Oh, speaking of that, I mean, there's that new season of Agents of Shield starts soon. Oh yeah, it's really good. 
I have I it's a show I ha- I haven't watched an episode and I think like, I need to get into it because I I'm curious to know how they play off Endgame because they they've like when Winter Soldier happened like shit changed shit the next episode crazy in in that season mm. um so yeah like I I mean feasibly she should be an agent of Shield so maybe it can get explained there but I guess we'll see but to me it was just like well <laughs> I mean I I think she did get snapped. Uh, I thought I'd read that somewhere from the Russo brothers, but like, also it's just like, there's no mention of her ever again. So it's like, eh. Well, it would have been weird if they brought her back and yet they're trying to rekindle him and Peggy. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess it would have been a love triangle, but you know, that'd be weird to bring her back. Yeah. But I was just like, I, I wondered that after I, after we got out, but she said in civil war when she, or not civil war, winter soldier, when he goes and sees her, Mm-hmm. Is it Winter Soldier? He goes and sees her. Yeah. No, it's Civil War. Well, it's Civil uh, War. He goes and meets her under the bridge. No, I'm talking um, about Peggy. Oh, Peggy. No, that yeah. was Civil War. Where he goes I think it's Winter Soldier. Or, I mean, Peggy, no, that was, was Winter Soldier. Soldier yes. Well, because she dies in Civil War, yeah. but he goes back and sees her as old. Like she says that she had a good life, had right. kids. Are those Cap's kids? Like, does he have children now? He might out there. See, I don't know, because the way they present it, it's like maybe Cap just went back to one instance of a parallel timeline. So maybe in that timeline, she wasn't with him. That's where I get super confused by this whole time travel. Thing. No, I think that's I think that's him with his, with kids. Like I think that's I think at one point there are three Captain Americas in the world. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twelve Avengers. There yeah. are three Captain Americas at one time. At some point, like there's one that's definitely aged. Ugh. <laughs> It's like it's uh, real fucking uh, weird. Like they're, they're all three existing at that time, in that short time span. And then also, I mean, he's got super super soldier serum in him. So that does, is his sperm super. Like our babies, are, are these babies taking you know power thirst essentially? No, he gives Jesus. He gives uh, Peggy uh, cancer uh, after he comes inside her. Like Spider Man. Oh, that's did. a Spider Man. Yeah, that's 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 old man. Or is Parker. this all? Or is all of this just a prequel to Baby Geniuses? <laughs> I I think we have your next movie, Marvel. Um, we'll take BGCU. No, no, this is real, this is this is Be- in the big the babe, boss baby universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Cap being in the same universe as himself, we get to see him fight himself. Mm-hmm. Which I thought at first I was like, okay, it's a time travel thing, but. Seeing those two fight themselves, that was a pretty well, cool moment. Knows. Especially since he thought that he was Loki. Because I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because he would remember that he fought himself. There's so much of this, like as you said it, Jeff, earlier on, like so much of this movie is just fan service. Like, we we haven't even touched on the fact that when they have to go get more pin particles, when they fail to get the stone in New York, they then have to go back to the 70s, and Tony gets to talk to his dad. Oh, man, that was such a... Like Tony, uh, ap- ap- Tony after he has a kid, I, gets to go back talk to his dad and like just before he has well, him, right? Before he has Tony. Before we get to that, because the captain fighting captain happens before that. Like I thought they handled that pretty well, just because it is yes. two different versions of himself. Yep. He's you know older like Cap should have won same. though handedly. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and then you get that awesome moment in the elevator. Where it's like cut for cut exactly like Winter Soldier, oh, and then he just goes. I fully expected him to be like, "Are you? Does oh, anyone want to leave?" I thought he was going to be out again. So too. But to lean in and say, "You hear Cap say, Hail, Hail Hydra,' Hydra. Like, just like in the, it, it, 
throwback to the comics, the uh, Secret Empire. That, like, and series. that pissed off so many people. Oh my god, it oh. sure did. It's brilliant though, because like, if you're Captain America in that moment, like you know that they're all Hydra, and it and that moment in the history of the movies, nobody knows that that they're all still right. They're Hydra at that right. point. No, yeah, exactly. Well, like, I think it's funny to that like when he's fighting himself he knows the trigger word to use to be like to throw <laughs> himself off like Bucky's still alive, Bucky's alive. <gasps> what? 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 <laughs> your pal your little Bucky from that like the cat fighting cap to the elevator scene that's like six-ish minutes and it's pure fan service and some like it's sometimes like they do fan service for the sake of fan service which they did here but it was somehow executed better than it's done before yeah by Marvel movies well, and then yep. short, short, very shortly after that, they're they're in the lobby, <clears throat> and they're trying to figure out what to do with with the stone, the tesseract, and like future Tony is telling Ant Man to give past Tony a what is it like a pulmonary a mild, like, a mild heart attack? Yeah, yeah, like somebody get this guy help! Like it's it's so like that like I feel like that when they go back to new york and they go to to the avengers in 2012 and like that whole sequence i feel like all of that is just fan service every well, bit of that and whole cakes hate stairs hate stairs <laughs> stupid stairs <laughs> plus that the moment where they first get to new york where like the professor hulk is just like oh, this is a big gratuitous yeah. he's trying to like uh, fake smash stuff uh, uh, so good so good Shout out to uh, Robert Redford. Yeah, it fun, I thought know? he was, oh, was he was nice. really done with acting. Like after his old man in the gun, like he was supposed to have been retired. I loved he did he was such I, a great I villain. assume like this was filmed two years ago. I assume that was before he retired. Yeah, maybe. But still, I mean it was still great. Man, it's it's they just did so well. I, I think like with the time travel and like going back to what you said, Jeff, like they, there's parts of time travel that could be like, uh, but I I truly think they did it well. Ooh, actually this. actually hold on real quick. Talking about props for uh for robert redford coming back did you see who his uh like personal guard was yeah matthew uh, barry was it <laughs> yeah espn, was ES- it really? ESPN fantasy no way barry. matthew barry <laughs> is his yeah as soon as i saw it i looked over at andrew and i was like is that fucking matthew barry and he's like yeah i was like are you kidding me right now <laughs> yeah i did not notice yeah. that at but all that is he i assume he's, he's like a huge mcu yes, fan maybe now. yeah but he just he's the one that like reaches for the the case and they like pull it back like oh, that's awesome it's just matthew barry doesn't say anything he's just there so one thing that i wish it never it would never happen but what i wish could have happened is because of all these split timeline things Technically speaking, they could have brought Ed Norton back. <laughs> that would have been insane. Which would have blown my fucking mind. Uh, I mean, obviously that did not happen, but man, I wish it no. could have. That would have totally fucked over Mark Ruffalo. But man, that would have been insane. <laughs> I'd rather not, keep not to Ruffalo. Like have him, yeah, like I, I love Ruffalo now as Hulk. I was very disappointed when ed norton didn't want to come back and do another one or be hulk again but i love his hulk movie um mm-hmm. he's got to be kicking himself eh, i think he did okay same with uh what's his face terrence howard well yeah not coming no, back that, as Rhodey. i mean that probably worked out for the benefit of everybody because one plus one equals three <laughs> like yeah earth's flat like they would distance themselves from him and you know don um, Cheadle was really snarky this entire movie too sorry it was really what snarky 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Colin yeah. Quill, an idiot, man? making fun of everybody. He, he was he was a little rough. What's up, normal-sized man? Then <laughs> <laughs> Hulk gives him two tacos. That's fucking. Well, you go, you see Rhodey go from like like super straight lace, you know, Air Force major to mm-hmm. like has that has no know, legs, has no but yeah, gets gets paralyzed <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, survives survives you know the snap and well yeah it's Infinity War right that you kind of see that change in in Rhodes because like once Cap comes back and they want him like arrested he's like nah fuck this like i understand what's going on that's court martial yeah well and then you see uh you know at tony's funeral you see william hurt's character mm-hmm. um thunderbolt ross at you know at, at the service and you see um harvey keener which is the kid from iron man 3 yep was that you know, paco paco totally called it um it's a joke yeah, I didn't recognize I didn't, him at first. I'm like, either. who the fuck is yeah. this? Just oh, it's just an extra they're throwing in at this funeral. All right, they're lingering well, on him. A well, little no, it's like I was like that. That kid looks familiar, but I can't. I don't know why he's in. This. It took me a and minute. As soon as somebody said, yeah, as soon as somebody said he was the kid from Iron Man three, I was like, oh shit, it is. Like immediately, okay, that's a face. So that's okay. that's like a, you know, could that be the future of Iron so Man? Like Red Hulk when? <laughs> Red Hulk when? <laughs> Technically. <laughs> I mean, William Hurt's been in all of them, so I mean, yeah, I don't know what else he's got going on in his life. I don't know. There's the the future of MCU is going to be very interesting. Just and also because they're very, you don't know, you know, like Guardians Three. There's going to be another Black Panther, uh, Captain Marvel, probably, but you don't know what anything is about. Well, and with all the Disney Plus television series, like it's all going to tie together. Mm-hmm. Well, the like the Hawkeye one is supposed to be him, you know, handing down the Hawkeye name to uh, his daughter. It's not. His, it's not going to be his daughter. No, really, okay. it's not. It's got to be somebody who, named what, what Kate. Her name is Kate. Yeah, Kate Archer. Or Kate, Kate Bishop, Bishop or something. Yeah. Kate Bishop. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not his daughter, but also, and then you have WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision series, the set in the fifties. <laughs> I don't understand. They're that. bringing in okay. Ghost Rider too. They're doing a Hulu series with yeah, them. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, on Hulu. Yep. Um, that the Hawkeye thing reminded me uh, at the beginning of the movie before his family's dusted. Uh, he calls his daughter. He's like, "Way to go, Hawkeye!" When she's he's teaching her how yeah. to shoot. That's the first time somebody said Hawkeye in this entire thing. <laughs> yeah, really. I didn't we know sure? that. I thought what? I thought his That's wife fantastic. called him that at uh, in Infinity. I can't. Uh, I can't remember honestly. Well, and was his wife in Infinity War? Yeah, like uh, when they when they or yeah, no, it was or oh, actually no, it's Ultron. 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 Yeah, when they went back yeah, to his house. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is well, Ultron. Well, there it is. Also in the first Avenger. No, is it the first Avengers movie or Thor? The first Thor, where they, what's the doctor, uh, calls him Hawk. Oh, uh, Brud, no. The guy that, the, the Tesseract dude. Dude, dude from yeah. Thor. Yeah, I know what you're exactly talking about. Oh, Eric. Uh, he, said he's a, he said he's in the Hawk nest. Yeah. Well, no, he said, oh, the Hawk? Like, if you watch it, like, he says the But Hawk. no one says yeah. Hawkeye. No, he says Hawkeye. Right. It's just kind of weird, like, they just kind of danced around it until you said, like, unless they did in Age of Ultron, I don't remember. I don't think they did. I also, I was oh. like Tony uh, freaking out, kind of like you know when he comes back and they rescue him. No, at the beginning. 
Yeah, where he like really like breaks down. It's like it's over. That's, we got that's, nothing. That's we lost. The, that's the part that honestly in the theater almost made me tear up because Robert Downey Jr. played a manic, like completely physically mentally broken person so well in that moment. Like, well, he's got a he's, he's got a fucked up. That, he's so. so fucked up in that moment. Like, <laughs> the closest like, you get oh to that all. Iron Man three. Yeah, yeah, right. And all of his points were like he was he was kind of right. He's like fuck you guys uh remember what i said would happen we needed a suit of armor around the world and you said we would lose together well guess what we did such a great moment uh i'm interested to see how they bring him not not him back because he's dead but like Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of talk of uh because i mean his contract's up but he still wants to be a part of it and so he could be like a new Jarvis EAI character. Um, I don't. I feel... Go ahead. No, I was just I was just gonna agree with you. I think I feel like that might be perfect for him. Like if he doesn't want to throw in the suit and do all that again, like just doing voiceover work for the AI. Well, I mean, he just randomly talks every so often. He's also a hologram perfect. at the end. Yeah, when true. He gives his own eulogy almost. <laughs> true Which, well don't forget about barf yeah <laughs> uh, i hope they don't do that man just let dead be yeah dead, let him be done it, it, maybe archival footage sure i'd like yeah. to see him pop up in the in the next spider-man like as like a recording or something exactly for peter yeah a little callback I, like that but not like no, an no, ongoing no. I, and that's what i mean like i think he could still pop up every once in a while in random, I mean, whatever's happening, whatever they do Cases, next. Cases, yeah, like, instances. I don't need him in a starring role anymore. He, like, his the, his whole character arc is done and great. Uh, That's beautiful. Just, but just to, like, I mean, he want, he still wants to do stuff and or negotiate another contract, from what I understand. So, like, to have him just show up here and there for maybe 30 seconds, a minute, whatever, That's I, I'd like to see that. Um, I'm thinking like a, a Nick Fury esque, you know. What if he's the role. new Stan Lee? He's the guy you see a little cameo of. There you go. Oh, that I could cool. I could get down with that. Also, also, I just want to bring up like I was for some reason I decided just to watch the trailer mm-hmm. for Endgame again the other day. Um, the amount of foreshadowing in the scene where he's in the ship talking to to Pepper. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he turns on the helmet. The entire right side of that helmet's completely fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the left side's fine. It just It's just fun to see that when it comes to the end of the movie, like, okay, the entire right side of his body's all fucked up. And the speech oh, he's given is mostly exactly the same as the one he gives at his eulogy. Yep. Uh, sad. You know, when he, you know, at the end of that speech he gives, you know, he just stops for turning it off and does the I love you 3000. Yep. To his daughter. Oh, and, like, I love you, three thousand. So, like, uh, that was good. Get man. your not the, get not your heart. I want to make light of that moment because it was good. Uh, has anyone seen the meme where uh, his daughter at the beginning says "I love you three thousand and then the next panel is yeah. Andre three thousand from Outcast. Yes. Just going, all right, all right, all right, all right. Got me. We skipped a whole bunch of stuff in the third act. The other huge moment that gave me chills was the Avengers assemble. Yeah, oh, and starting that out with 
So with Sam coming in and be like uh, on your left. Oh, the so good. Scene, the f- like forty minutes of <laughs> so much. And it's like its own movie. And and it's forty minutes long because there's so many people in this movie that it just to continue on that that uh, you know fan service. Like every single person has a moment in this movie. Some obviously some way more than others, but like every single character has one moment in this movie. Activate insta kill mode. Even Howard the yeah. Duck showed up. I know. Yeah, I heard that. I didn't, I didn't see, see him. I didn't what? either. I've only seen screen grabs. It's like half a second. Like that. That's all it is. But it's just like, ah, there he is. God damn it! I know. I need to watch it again. Oh you darn! See, you see Groot back. You see. You know, Drax jump on some dude's back, and start stabbing. Like uh, Peter Quill gets kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> as as the, like they're building up to the big fight scene, like it. Lo- I mean, it obviously looks like Thanos is gonna kick everyone's ass again, and it's just like, fuck, how is this gonna play out? And then everyone who has been unsnapped comes in through Doctor Strange uh, ring portals. And it's just like you see a few pop up, and you're like, "Oh fuck yeah, it's happening!" And then they keep popping up more and more and more, mm-hmm. and this and this like camera's pulling back further and further, and there's just like a zillion ring portals everywhere. And my in my head, like I'm just Avengers like going, oh. theme song, like four times. But then I'm also like, "How are they gonna fucking handle this in terms of well, he, a movie?" <laughs> yeah, and then Cap yells Avengers, and then fucking brings Molnir right back into his hand, like just like. Here we go, and then and then Ant Man being Giant Man, fucking punching, like uh, the, space turtle, the wraith yeah. or whatever it's called. He yeah. stopped yeah. uh, the black dwarf, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it, the whole scene, forty minutes of it is just like. Well, then you get the you get the Spider Man Iron Man moment, you know, yep. like. Yep. I'll say I feel like uh, Doctor Strange was wasted. Because he just kind of sat there playing with the water for way too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really powerful. I, I, I feel like he's going to be, like, the new leader going forward. It's possible, him, yeah. Like, him or Captain Marvel, like, he... Doctor Strange is such a powerful character, and they haven't really tapped into much of what he can do. Because yeah. he's only been in, like, two and a half he movies. So he has much. another solo movie coming, right? Has I'm to. I'm pretty sure, Yes. I want him to get three. I want him to get a trilogy on his own. I mean, I like Benedict Cucumber Man a lot, so <laughs> more of him is always good. He did have that great moment where it was like right at the climax, and Tony looks over at him and he just holds up that finger yep. one, like this, this is, is the it. instance out of fourteen million. And you just know right at that point, it's like, well, right, and Tony, I like it, like leading, your leading up to that moment when like Tony's like, "You said fourteen out, we win one. Is this it?" And he's like, "If I tell you what happens, it won't happen." That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's like we just gotta let this play out, and then then it gets to that moment when he just holds up the one finger, like, "Here we go." Well, this, like this in, is our, it. in our theater too, like when they were showing everybody come back, like everybody was like pretty quiet until Spider Man's ass comes swinging in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, yeah, shit, yes. Like, and Captain Marvel comes in and pulls up, and the I forget the name of Thanos' ship. It's something too. Uh, just decimates it and just kicks everyone's ass with her new haircut. I totally forgot about her. Like at that moment, I was like, "What the fuck is this coming out of these clouds?" Oh, yeah. I wish they would have used her more. Like, oh, hey, she's it around. Makes sense that they didn't because she's essentially Superman. But, she's OP. I mean, <laughs> right. 
But she's got yeah. a weak, like she got you know she was going one on one with Thanos pretty well until he got the power stone and was like, bam! Yeah. He headbutted her and she just smiles at him. Yep, <laughs> I fucking love that part. Well, and then after she comes back, they're trying to keep the gauntlet away from Thanos, and then you get that lady. All the ladies come together. Everyone's oh yeah, Lady Avengers. Adventures. Another fan service. Like here we go. Okay, like so a comic she. <laughs> yep. So she's trying to take the gauntlet into the quantum realm. How does she even know to go there? Like what? Space magic. Well, she's no. They uh, say everybody's so, been like, yelling. They, they were like, "This is the only yeah, time." Everybody's yelling about, about it. Yeah, but how does she know about that? Because they were all in communication. Like we got to get it back there. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't think she knew about it. They didn't. I mean, they could have said something off just off screen because they kept yeah, in contact possible. with each other over five years. Well, and they um, were protecting uh, Spider-Man initially, heading towards that direction. Direction. So right. she's like, "I got it from here." Like, fuck it. He's got to take it to there. Okay, I'll just take it to there. Right. Okay, That's kind of what I took it as. Yeah. I, I love yeah, she uses his whole name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. I want to know. What did you guys think about the pepper pot rescue? Yeah, Iron rescue lady. Like, yeah, it, was cool. I don't think it was a rescue necessarily, but like it was cool. But I like this doesn't seem like Pepper's character to just all of a sudden be a fighter. Like she had spent all the previous movies arguing with Tony about like how she wants him to stop. That was one of my only gripes about her character. She like totally reverses her moral stance on fighting. Well, she well, fights in Iron Man three. Because she has to. Well, and half the universe fucking got destroyed. I think it's Jeff. the same, I think I it's the same situation. True. The stakes are right. too high for her to not do something. And she needs to wear Tony's gift. Did you guys... Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys catch like the, the when uh, yeah. Morgan was playing with the helmet? Yeah. I did yeah. not I, put those mm-hmm. two I, dots together. I love the scene where like when it shows her fighting and they're back-to-back to each other, laser beam and shit. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. cool. I don't know. I, I mean, I like Gwyneth Paltrow as pepper pots but i don't think she necessarily liked it because i mean she's been on record stating that she hates acting with robert tony jr because he's too <laughs> random for her <laughs> and she can't keep up uh so i don't think i mean she did a great job for what it is but i don't think her heart was really necessarily in it so i don't know i don't think they did her her character was done that well mainly because of Gwyneth paltrow sure i can see that yeah, I, don't really, I don't really care for Gwyneth paltrow so. yeah she's lost her chops but isn't she kind of crazy oh, yeah. in her life? Yeah, I mean, after her head got cut off, like it was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoilers. It's a spoiler cast, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're, we're spoiling anything, so it's all fair game. <laughs> Vader is Luke's father. Uh, yeah, happy Star Wars Day, by the way. Yeah, I that. The, everything culminated really well in that scene and they somehow managed to have a fuck ton of just action constantly happening in the foreground and background while simultaneously giving enough breadth to like each character to have close to their own moment in that whole fight scene um and like my feeling of just not knowing what's gonna happen i mean you kind of had a feeling that thanos was gonna lose but not yep. knowing how that was going to happen, just seeing all this crazy shit happening in front of well, my eyeballs. Was... I mean, at that at the end, we knew Thanos was going to lose, but I didn't even know that kind of battle scene was going to happen. You know, right. with Thanos dying in the first twenty minutes. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> I mean, they 
And when he does lose, when I aim for the head, <laughs> when Tony gets the, yeah, when Tony gets the stones, mm-hmm. and basically like takes something, you can see he's like, like the power once it like he like I don't know what how he did it with like his armor when he like takes in the stones, mm-hmm. but like it, doing the same thing as it did to Hulk, yeah. and you get the line from Thanos, what does he say? I am, I am inevitable destiny. I am inevitable, and then you get the. The awesome line from yeah. Tony Stark that started it all in the first movie. I, I heard, am. I think I read Iron somewhere Man. that that was kind of ad libbed, in a way. Like it's perfect. Like, it's a perfect callback. Like they didn't know like what he, like, they knew he should say something, but didn't know what. And like they were, Bruce's brother says like he, Iron Man is a guy full of quips, and that's been his stick stick the whole MCU. He's got to say something. Yeah. And yeah, that callback sure. was great. Yeah, and that's the last words that he speaks. The last words? Alive. No, he says pep. He says pep. Mm-hmm. Is his that's, last word. Yeah, but does he really? I don't count that. He does. Like when Pepper goes in, kneels by him. Tells him to rest. Oh, okay. Well, that's also a great Which was a cool callback, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's like, you can rest now. Yeah, we're safe. You're fine. And then he did. Oh, that's, he gone. That's, so and that's, how the, that's how the first Iron Man movie ended, is with him saying that he was <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. I uh, also very much enjoyed the the cheeseburger reference. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all the cheeseburgers. Get that girl three thousand cheeseburgers. <laughs> yes, please. Happy, come on. Yes. Uh, but like, just to have like uh, John Favreau deliver that line with her, like that was so nice to me. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, Happy Hogan's great anyway, but. Well, he's gonna be in Spider Man. Yes, he so will be. You make he's banging. Gonna, I was gonna say he's gonna bang Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Happy. That'd make me happy too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> do we know if Happy and Aunt May got dusted? Because I mean, they could have just been getting busy that whole five years. I guess we'll find out in July. <laughs> right, but... right. We'll find out exactly what happened. Well, and then at the end too, like they show like Peter back in high school, and, P- and the kids around him are young, like. That that's got to be weird, like because not all of his some of his classmates are in college now. <laughs> but his right. his current like his group of friends, you know, for the most part, they they got dusted. They had to have. Ned got anybody dusted. important, Play, otherwise they wouldn't be in a movie dusted. together. Ned and MJ got dusted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know people are like caught up on like, oh, you know, like all those kids came back. Like, wouldn't they be older? Like, yeah, but it's not like a one for one. It's not saying like half the school got dusted. It's just half no. of every living being so like right so I look mean, at infinity war like it was just tony and nebula that survived on yeah so titan titan but yeah, there like, are it's not a one for one definitely some of peter's classmates were are in college now oh yeah that are <laughs> five will, years older assuming for sure. assuming they didn't commit suicide or like just say fuck it and <sighs> do their yeah. own thing exactly i mean that'll be a good bit for them to play off of in uh, far from home i gotta assume but it was like a little strange that statistically all of his friends were dusted because like in the trailer if you if you see him mm-hmm. watching the TV I'm like that's all of his yeah. friends and then they're all the same age so they all got dusted I'm like oh it's, okay I guess I can suspend it's disbelief. It's convenient. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> you can suspend disbelief. I hope so. A fucking space alien came <laughs> and snapped his fingers <laughs> and destroyed it. It could happen. I mean <clears throat> I mean it could also part of this movie could take place before that happens maybe i mean he doesn't have the 
suit that he had in Infinity War. Like, that's not uh, showing any of the dis- trailers. I'm pretty sure it got, like, destroyed-esque, and Tony's not around to fix it. No, you know, so... Maybe. But in the trailer, I don't know, maybe they were just, like, did this for the trailer, knowing that it was coming out before Infinity War, but when he goes and gets his passport, it's marked as 2019. So, like, there's something either weird with that, or maybe they just changed it. Maybe. But theoretically, it, him getting the passport, if it's not a prequel, should be like 2023, well, I guess. I, but it's, Marvel's notorious for altering their trailers to not give away that, plot points. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, Which I appreciate. Their past, their past like four trailers have... Like, so I think at, it, might, it might have been before, but starting with it, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, like, their trailer was essentially just like opening scene. Yep. You know, and... Endgame was the same way. Infinity War, like they don't show a lot, and it's great. And they use like, I, they I, shoot stuff specifically for trailers. Just yeah, to like not in Infinity War, they had Hulk running with the group, and they're like, yeah, we didn't <laughs> also we didn't have that. Also, also to to hit back up on on Spider-Man's suit from Far From Home, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess right now that Tony made more than one suit for Spider-Man. Yeah, and Probably. and you kind of want some way and you kind of want Spider-Man think. wearing kind of his classic suit most of the time, anyways. Like that was a suit specifically for him to go into space. Yeah, I don't want him to be in the Iron Man the Iron, Iron Spider. Spider suit. No. Yeah. Um, he'd be too OP. So I think he probably like his bad memories for there him or something too. Will be a new, the day before this episode comes out on Monday. There will be a new trailer for Far From Home, and Ooh. it is being it's everywhere I've read about it is saying that it will spoil Endgame. So uh, that's okay. that probably explains okay. the uh, Monday spoiler deadline for the Russos. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So I we might learn more then, um, but in something I've no- I've watched Winter Soldier a lot lately, and uh, <laughs> I brought it up to some of these guys, but like at the end of Winter Soldier before the credits really start and then they're at nick fury's grave um and they're like all going their separate ways like cap looks at nick fury and it's like so what are you gonna do now you want to come help us out and he's like nah i'm gonna go to europe for a little while uh and far from home takes place at least partially in europe oh snap so like and it's confirmed like in the first trailer like you see nick fury like abduct peter basically yeah um yeah. so like that's why i'm like maybe part of this movie takes place before the snapping yeah um i could see that possibly i don't like who knows but well also he was if he was going to europe ultron happened after that which was in european nation oh think okay. that is a good point okay yeah but uh i don't it's it's the future of the MCU is great. Like this is just one saga. Who knows? There's so many different storylines. Like, you do like Secret Wars. Well, yeah. Well, let's let. Well, like let's just say like if we're talking about the future of the MCU. So like just getting to the end of this movie, Falcon gets the shield. He's going to be the new Captain America. And that happens in the comics. That happens in the comics. Thor is what we believe adjoining the Guardians of the Galaxy, at least for maybe one movie, Guardians Three. Possibly, should you know? be. It I hope looks so. That, that would be such a good comedic movie. I'm assuming Rhodes is going to be the new Iron Man. Nah. No, I I think I would think he'd retire. I think they're just going to leave Iron Man alone for a while, if okay. not forever. Um, or the kid. I know in the comics right now, it's Iron Girl. So. Okay. 
and it's not his yeah it's not his daughter okay they could have the kid from iron man 3 is a rumor and and the harvey so we'll see i i think it's if they if they in the next big movie if they introduce another iron person whatever like i think that's too soon yeah well and 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 again like just talking about it so we know we're gonna have spider-man we know we're gonna have falcon um black panther like we doctor strange like we we still have a lot going oh yeah oh there's tons right and i i'm I'm sure like then we still have adam warlock that was yes which just at the end of guardians 2 for all of 10 seconds there was a split second after uh tony and nebula get rescued by captain marvel like and it's just a gold form floating in front of the ship i was like this could be adam warlock adam warlock yeah i thought the same thing i think he's gonna be one of the first villains at first but then he's gonna turn into a good guy do the matches yeah is he generally known as a villain i have no idea at first he is yeah at first he's a villain then he becomes a good guy so man well then you got the uh like the original Guardians, you know, Sylvester Stallone's, you know, Warhawk was that his, is that his name? I believe so. I think so. I, I want to say. And those and those maybe? dudes. So there's just so much, and there's like now that you like even Tony alludes to it in his ending speech. Like the, there's the universe is out there, you know. Like there's so much potential now for story and and story arcs and everything. So um, I would I would honestly love to see the Fantastic Four. A, a really solid Fantastic Four. I, I come would out. too. I would. They're too. so they're so good, you know. Maybe Chris Evans can come back as Human Torch, <laughs> but not not <laughs> as I kids. Want, I want so. Like we need full full functioning right. adults. I want right. yeah. I want so, old Richard Reed. I want Deadpool. I want Deadpool to be now in this I universe. Don't think we're. I. My personal opinion is I don't think we're going to get another standalone Fantastic Four film, but I think they will be a part of other larger movies. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I think that. Fantastic Four would work better as a TV show. Yeah, tied tied to the M- tied to the MCU that could be better, or at least like not they, not until after they've made a good appearance in a movie. Yeah, they need to lay a base. But then also, what's going to happen to their like TV stuff? You know, like Daredevil and like Iron F- Defenders. You know, mm-hmm. they're canceled technically, but I think they're going to come back to well, maybe not Disney Plus. Hulu maybe? No, because I think part of the contracts with Netflix are like you can't uh, continue this or something. Like, I, I thought I read that somewhere. I mean, I it, it was like a, that for an extended amount of time or something. It would be pretty shitty to move them from Netflix to Hulu for whatever reason. Like, if you're just gonna remove it from Netflix, just bring it into Disney Plus and just do it yourself. I think right. they're done though. I am a little worried. Yeah, I think they're done too. I'm a little worried that they're now that the Infinity Saga is over that they're just gonna like jump the shark hard Me too. with all these. I shouldn't feel that way just because like Kevin Feige's shown that like they can make great movies mm-hmm. and sort of like build you up into suspending more and more disbelief. He's got it under. So maybe I shouldn't worry sure, about it. But but how do they? Yeah, start but I'm a little worried. Over, you know, I see what you're saying. Like, how do they start? Like Iron Man was like there was nothing else established really. Yeah, you know, like how are they going to be able to do that again? But I think that's why it's really going to it's really going to see how Far From Home does and how that kind of is going to establish the future. I think so. Also, is this the first movie in this run that didn't have a post credits? Like it just has Iron Man like hammering the sound, but there's no 
There's yeah, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Right? Just a, just a sad-ass credit yeah. set get me. Those credits were so good with like the little signatures. Oh, I fucking love it. Just, it. Just, it just that hits was me, really awesome. The uh, only other thing that I have heard of that's done that, um, out on YouTube, you can look up uh, Kevin Smith does like a huge hour-long spoiler review of Endgame that I'm 20-ish minutes in, and it's really good so mm-hmm. far. It's it's very good. Um, but he brings up the only other movie he knows of that's done that was um, when the original cast of Star Trek uh, finished their last one of the Star Trek movies. They also had, you know, when their credit came up, they had their signatures with their name. Yeah. Um, it was a nice send-off for it's sure. A, yeah, yeah, it's a great touch and very appropriate given... It was beautiful. <laughs> it was awesome. Especially for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Dude, yeah, him and Chris Evans the last two, like, it the last fucking one. hit me, man. Like, it was... Like, you know it's that the end of the, the original Avengers. Like, that's... It's over. Yeah, that's it's it for done. This, this cast. And yep. well, I mean, some of them could come back, but like that core Avengers group won't be together again. Well, we didn't even talk about Cap getting old man that much. Like they basically killed him off without killing him off. Which and is that's one cool. I called. I I was calling old man Captain America for the entire way. Yep. That, that happens in the comics as well, right? Uh, not. Uh, it, it happens in the not um, in, this way. in the House of M storyline. That's what yeah. It is, yeah. And it's great because it's just he's walking around everybody's super and he's just like, all right, cool. Hey guys. <laughs> At first, I thought it was like he had reverted back to like skinny Steve Rogers. No. As soon as that was my first thought. As soon as they started talking about the time travel and being able to go back in time and doing all this, I I immediately was like, Cap's gonna go back and he's gonna stay. Well, it's just you knew that you knew that's how they were gonna have to. End also, that. another nice touch during that whole last kind of scene is like, um when like he's about to go back in time with the stones and Mjolnir like he's Bucky's like don't like don't you know don't do anything stupid without me which is a callback from the first yeah first you Avenger. All stupid with you yeah that's what, all stupid with you. yes that <laughs> that line like that's a callback from the uh, cat the first Captain America movie yep and then and then he does say like I'm gonna miss you so like I think yeah, at he that says, moment, I'll miss you yeah I Bucky knows you. he's like he's not coming back like, and that's, that's probably why he let Falcon go talk to him first, because he already had said his goodbye. Yeah. 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 So. Good. So and then that's going to be an interesting show, you know, Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Like that sounds so good. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's going to be yeah, a show. Disney Plus. Yeah, show. Disney Plus. I'm fucking excited about and it. And it, it, he made a new shield for him too, because that's not the yes. regular shield. Yeah. No. No. Oh yeah, his shield got busted. Love <laughs> that. <laughs> Which was really awesome. Which was a tie back to Age of Ultron yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. What was Thanos' sword made of that he was able to just chump <laughs> that shield like that? Space vibranium or something? I don't know. Yeah, Space <laughs> magic. yeah right, exactly. <laughs> oh. The future, the, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's next. Do you think DC can ever get to this level? <laughs> they got to... Nope. S- Okay. I, no, no, answer. no, no, no. He, he's he's laughing, but I'll, but I think they could. It's just they started out the gates so wanting to get to, Aven- to their Avengers so quick. Well, they, and they all went in went all in on Zack Snyder, uh, which never. However you look at it, yeah. Um, I mean, I think he's. I don't mind. I don't hate Zack Snyder. Does like Zack Snyder's most people do, but. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't do a great job, but I mean, he also had a lot of other stuff going I, on. They they wanted to build a tower like they, without feel, a base. 
Like they they didn't have anything yeah. to build it on. Where that's what Marvel did is they started out with an awesome Iron Man. They had the Hulk already kind of going, which they weren't worried about, and then they just built up on that and like, all right, now we can actually move from here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like they're starting to try to do that. Like you look back at, I guess Aquaman was getting decent reviews. I haven't seen it, but you look at Shazam. Like that was a fun. Like you could maybe categorize that as like a mid tier Marvel, maybe a little bit lower, but it's good enough to start building off of. They so have. I don't know, Wonder maybe. Woman. I feel like yeah. I feel like DC can do this if they somehow convince Kevin Feige to switch sides. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have That's some it. strong characters. It's just you need to they, find they the got, people to do it. Well, they got great characters. They just need to fucking like just. Be patient. Just take your yeah, time. Yeah, I think it. they I, they wanted to rush it. They wanted to just get it all out. Well, there. that's right. whose fault is that? DC or is it um, Warner Brothers? Warner's behind I, a lot of them. To, yeah, war, yeah, it has to be Warner Brothers. You know, or some people wanting to make you know see that Marvel's taking off and just wanting to get yeah. it on, on the cash cow. And, they, yeah, they feel like they're missing the train. It's like just cr- yeah. create your sure own some... and just just take well, you it. have. Hal Jordan, great. Hal Jordan is Green Lantern. He is a funny Green Lantern. He's a great Green Lantern. Wonder Woman did well. That the nineteen eighty four one that's coming out this year, I think. I think so. Um, that looks interesting. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that. You know, Aquaman. I haven't seen it, but I, I I've heard it's doing Shazam's well. Doing really well. Shazam, I've heard is is great. Yep. You know, so they just need to slow down and build these characters, build that universe. Well, we'll see what James Gunn does with. Resuicide Squad. Well, then also in the first Iron Man, like that, you didn't know what was coming after Iron Man, but you but you had the Nick Fury after scene mm-hmm. yeah. that he was making the Avengers, so you knew shit was what was what was going to happen. I mean, if you watch the post credit scenes in most of these movies, there's a little hints to what's coming up all over the place. Like there's there's times you'll see post credit scenes after fuck like thor 3 and you'll see like wakanda on a map in the background like highlighted right yep like it's just everywhere like it's just yeah. it's just they mentioned dr strange yep does it's just one of the... it, well in uh in winter soldier he's brought up yeah it does warner brothers have a a feige like head for this can they hire know. joss whedon well james gunn is doing suicide squad no, but yeah. they they hired joss whedon uh to do a Batgirl movie, and then that got canceled. Well, I think DC's power right now is like their TV shows. Their mm-hmm. their their T- DC TV universe is killing it. Apparently, but an important thing to remember too is that it's not just Feige, uh, but there's also a like no. council of some of the like elder gods of Marvel that kind of go through and approve the stories and some of the things that they're doing to maintain and keep that feel. Right. Yeah, there's a lot they're of just doing, behind the they're scenes. Just, yeah, they're just doing it correct. Like, they're just doing it the right way. Well, I mean, it's the right way because it worked. Mm-hmm. Well, which is, uh, yeah, it's unprecedented. Like, no one's really ever done this before. And the fact that they knocked it out of the park the first time, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, I, Thor 2 is really the only kind of stinker of the entire bunch. Uh, Iron Man 2 is garbage. <laughs> Dude, Iron Man is not, not as bad awful. Yeah. Like it, it's still it's okay. Not as bad as, it's not as bad right. as Dark World. I'm still not a huge fan of Guardians Two, but I'm soft right. on that one too. But it, I still enjoy it. Um, it does 
push the narrative along more. Which I mean, I, I, like, I treat Guardians to like like true detective. You know, like you had such a killer, you know, first going of it. Yeah. Like, how can you top that? By putting Vince Vaughn and Colin like, Farrell. No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But none of these movies are bad, which is saying a lot. Like, even the worst movie, which maybe what, Thor 2 or Iron Man 2 or Probably Rebel Hulk, all those. Yeah. Um, like, they're all pretty good movies. They're all at least watchable, which is, you can't really say the same about some, like, even some of the DC movies. Uh, I personally hated Justice League. I didn't like, like I always saw one, so I was like, ugh. I like Batman v Superman better. Well, the, the Batman Superman director's cut is way better than that's the only one the, I've the seen. Theatrical one. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman, I thought was really good. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. I like Man of Steel. I did. Man of Steel is good for what it is. Not it. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. I don't know. It's hopefully they can become more patient. And I think they're starting to. It seems like it mm-hmm. anyway. Well, I mean, they're going to have to, like, recast a bunch of these people now, so... Oh, yeah, no more Batfleck. Uh, I liked Batfleck. Well, they're already doing a... a, a I did, too. I, I, I thought too. Bad Batfleck was a great Batman. Yes. And and a great uh, Bruce Wayne. You really have to... You have to distinguish both sides. Oh, yeah. Because you get people good on one and not the other, like Christian Bale, amazing Batman, terrible Bruce Wayne. Well, except for with, with Ben Affleck, I think they... I think they ruined Batman in Justice League a bit. Mm-hmm. Like they just they tried to make him too campy. It's like he's not he's not that excited to see Superman come back. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like he's not gonna smile like a fucking twelve year old. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I, know. I still I still like the the scene in um, Batman vs Superman when Wonder Woman comes in. They're both like, huh? She with you? <laughs> I thought she was with you. you. That was pretty good. Do you bleed? <laughs> you will. Martha! 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 I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't seen Endgame and you've reached this far, sorry, it was all spoiled for you. Yeah, we apologize. Um, But even so, even if it has been spoiled <laughs> for you, you need you do it justice by going to see it. Um, It is fantastic. What um, I think our recounting of it was better than the movie. What what was spoiled for Gary? <laughs> Iron Man dying. Okay, yeah, that's a big one. T- T- Tony Stark dying. Like, oh shit! <laughs> and I, I I think I, I had called Iron Man dying. I know we have talked about it previously in other episodes. Like I was like I just had a feeling that that Tony Stark was going to we die. To. I yeah. look like a huge idiot because for two years I've been saying Captain America is going to be the one to die in several movies, and it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, you gotta figure one of them. And I was on that boat with you. Like I thought, coming into Endgame, it was either gonna be Tony or Cap that were gonna die. But then, like I said, as soon as we found out that they could go back in time, I was like, okay, Tony's gonna die. Cap's gonna go back in time. It's just how they have to fucking do this. And and, and Thor lives it. forever. <laughs> Thor just lives forever. He's already lived for like a thousand years, hasn't yep. he? So shit. Yeah, fifteen hundred mm-hmm. something. I hope that's the. All right, that's the next title for the whatever the next Thor movie is. Thor, Thor fifteen hundred. No, Thor forever. <laughs> Thor, Thor forever. forever with diabetes, <laughs> high blood pressure. Thor hangs out in his dorm and plays video games all day instead of going to class. <laughs> Thor and Peter Quill get a bow flex. 
<laughs> I, like, okay. Uh, I'm, That'll be a great I, joke. You might have called that one. Guardians 3 is as Guardians of the Galaxy, or this version of as Guardians of the Galaxy. That'd be cool. Their interactions with each other are just so good, and it just could be such fun. Like, who's the captain of the ship? Oh, you it's are. It's totally who, you. Who, we don't need to argue about you. this. <laughs> well, I hope they don't skip on, like, talking about, like, Peter Quill going back to Earth. You know, like, he, yeah. he never went back. It's his first oh, time, yeah. you know, back home, technically. So, I liked, uh, I liked a serious rocket as well. I thought that was a nice change mm-hmm. as well. You know, like, he, you know, him snapping Thor, like, you're not the only one, you know, that lost anybody. Like, I lost the only family I've ever had. And Well, like, even at the, towards the beginning of the movie, when they get uh, Captain Marvel brings back Nebula and Tony, like, he and Nebula hold hands. And just sit there in silence for you know a couple seconds like that was awesome. Yep. Um, I thought he was a build a bear for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> I might be. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, go see go see Endgame. Don't pirate it. Go see. You need it's a it's a theater movie at least once. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Um. I'm personally looking forward to buying the 4K version and putting it on my large television. Yes! I have that 4K now. It's Movie great. night. Syncing up my fucking hue lights to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I had told you guys, um, on... We, we went, me and Brandon went to our parents' house last month, you know, for a, a, a birthday celebration between me and my sister, and we sat and watched... Thor Ragnarok, and then like immediately watched uh, Infinity War because it is like right afterwards. Mm-hmm. And doing that with like Civil War to Thor to Infinity War to Endgame, like having that kind of marathon of I'm down stories would be just interesting to see. You know, back to back to back. I've actually had the thought that maybe I'll just never watch this movie again. Like you just get that one time experience. I can see that. Yeah, too. <laughs> Like you're an idiot. Be fine yep. with it. Ah, but that movie's too good. I'm gonna give, watch. Yeah, it again. I was like saying, given the fact that wait, well, I've seen it more than once at this point, yeah. I'll probably give it a while. Like I probably won't even after it comes out on Blu-ray, whatever. I will probably wait a while before I see it again. That's. I mean, that's why I haven't gone back and watched it yet either. Even though I could have, you know, I might. I might go and see it tomorrow morning. Downloaded a car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I I have requested off towards the end of this month uh, a few days I might just go during the day on one of those days yeah. off just by yourself oh Misty also took is, already has those days off at so. the same time yeah quiet they, afternoon show yeah there you go. <sighs> and that'll be five five people in the theater and you're just those are, it. those are a month nice. after it's out yeah that should be those pretty low best. key no Loki, Loki's not there anymore oh true good point mm. shit got him <laughs> <laughs> um because he's dead oh wow spoilers spoilers um I, I, do we feel like we've sufficiently gotten this gotten through this you wanna i feel like we have not sufficiently covered this movie well it's impossible right yeah. <laughs> and we have skipped but, over a bunch like we, we right. and we jumped around all over the place like but but if we if we if we tried to this would be a 10 hour episode and we can't do that we could just read the script I feel like we did a yeah I feel like we did a great job one thing we didn't talk about or you started talking about it and I kind of 
veered left. Uh, Tony going back to the 70s, talking to his dad and getting the Tesseract was yeah, great. The whole thing. Got closure. It's just... Yeah. yeah I was kind of hoping that uh, Cap, or I guess uh, Tony's dad would see Cap and they would have a moment because he would obviously recognize him from World War II, but they didn't do it and it probably would have made for plot holes, but I was kind of hoping for it. But either way, the the Tony and his dad interaction was like super heartfelt and like seeing Tony who went from this playboy doesn't give a shit about anybody else. And then having that conversation with his dad, man, that was awesome. Having him ripped away from him and then being able to like talk to him again. Right. Getting to talk to his dad and realize that his dad was just trying to do his best for his kid. Just like him. And like was about to be born. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Gives, gives you the feels. Really good. Dude, and plus, 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 you get to see Jarvis as an actual human being. Well, he's an agent right. Carter, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't watch that. I was kind of hoping it would be Paul Bettany. <laughs> I said that. I was like, oh, there Bettany. it is. <laughs> yep. Like, okay. No vision. But you, like John Slattery. <clears throat> and yeah, vision wasn't in it. John Slattery and Robert Downey Jr. did really, really well during that mm-hmm. scene. Good vision, dead as fuck. I don't think so. I think I, for sure. Sure, sure, you got enough of him out, but she won't. She, you know, she disappeared. She got snapped on. So, gonna be interesting to see what they do. But I think that's gonna do it. I think so. I think it's time. Probably we yeah. have. I think it's time for uh, tweet face corner. Tweet, tweet, tweet face. Tweet face corner. Tweet tweet robots. Robots in disguise. It's kind of how you do that. Tweet 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 book corner. Tweet book. Tweet book. There it is. There it is. Tweet book. Um. So, in we know that today is May fourth. May the May the fourth be with you. Um. So we have a tweet from at Los Cerna regarding Star Wars. Um, at CGY Podcast, what would your lightsaber color be? Also, what is your favorite Star Wars video game? His top three are Shadows of the Empire, Jedi Outcast, and Episode One Pod Racer. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't think blue, like, for me, blue lightsaber. Um, and I would probably say my favorite Star Wars video game is probably Jedi Outcast, uh, Jedi Knight 2. Kyle Kanar Katarn, man. Uh, I'm going to go dark blue lightsaber and probably dark forces too. I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll, I'll go with I would have a green lightsaber and I have to echo Jedi Knight 2. By far my favorite. Okay. Uh, I would go with transparent <laughs> as my saber color. Jesus. No, for, it'd be red for sure. You gotta always go Sith in any scenario. Going evil is more fun. I don't know. Uh, it's probably probably spent the most time on Super Star Wars Ooh. for SNES. Yeah. Uh, which I, was really hard. I don't. I never even played that. <clears throat> don't. It's not worth it. It's it's, it's <laughs> it is insanely hard. <laughs> I mean, you're not a Nintendo person, Dustin, but no. like. But also, you were like 16 when it came out, so... Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Jeff. I'm red. I just... I like the red lightsaber. I think it just looks badass. I, I, I go Sith. But uh, I think my favorite's probably Knights of the Old Republic. 
that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I can't decide if it's one or two. I want them to remake that because I cannot mm. replay it. Like the controls are so bad. If you can play it on, is a little rough? If you can, if you have the PC version, there are mods out there that fix a lot of it. Oh, good call. Okay. So that would be good. Head on over to also, Nexus like, mods. <laughs> uh, Force Unleashed was also a, a really solid game. That was a good expanded universe thought- story. Yeah, that was I, I like just the gameplay of that the the, the, co- the saber compact the the actual use of like force controls really ma- made it feel like you were a fucking Jedi. Also, I'm switching my lightsaber color from dark blue to stealing Ashoka's from Clone Wars, and like it's like a white silver. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's almost like a reverse. Like they <laughs> flipped on the negative colors, and it looks. Like I-, I considered black from Force Unleashed because that black lightsaber is so yeah, badass black neg- the yeah. negative one almost good question Carlos thank you mm-hmm. did Carlos say what his was uh he didn't give a color no his would probably be red too though um no he's a Jedi he's not a Sith I don't think also shout out to my mom Anne who texted me just now saying may the fourth be with you in all caps <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a lady she's great so our next co- question comes from a new fan of podcast. Thank you. Uh, live. Live. Tau now. I think it's Live. live. Is it Live? Know. You know I say shit wrong, okay? <laughs> this, has been, this is established in our universe. Um, come get your podcast. Uh, they wanted to bring up Scarlet, Scarlet Witch and want to talk about her upbringing, her powers, uh, how Marvel has changed her to make sense of the MCU because in the comic series... She is the child of Magneto, Magneto and an yeah. X Man, um, and, and an, an X Man. So I thought it was I thought it was interesting how they did her character. So well, I, her, I don't think they had, would make her the child of Magneto because like she got her powers from one of the uh, stones. Well, in, so in yeah. this universe, they have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're called she's called her and her brother are called uh, an enhanced um, mm-hmm. because they can't use mutant. Right. So yep. she's basically a product of one of the infinity stones and I mean like was like it was said like in the comics she's Magneto's kid. And that's where she gets her crazy powers from cuz I forget who Magneto banged in the comics or who didn't he bang. I, I can't remember the I name don't remember either. I know that right. I know that Thanos in the comics just wants to bang death cuz it's a girl. Yep. And he's really pissed off at Deadpool because Death loves Deadpool because well that's why <laughs> it's I thought it's Deadpool I thought Hella could have been uh, could have gone that Thanos way Thanos's love interest yeah they anyway, they, they power um, they powered uh, Scarlet Witch way down in the movies which is for good because you know she had mental issues broke like she created entire alternate timelines and uh, and yep. depending on the the universe you look at she also had relationships with her brother. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. So we went there. Yep. Possibly. Yeah. So I'm glad they differ from the comics. You know. I don't know. It'd be it'd be cool to see what happens now. Now I don't that think X Men are, are back in. And I think in the MCU we haven't even seen the the length of how powerful she is yet. I think she's still no. developing and she's still learning. And I think she's she's gonna be crazy powerful it, yeah she could technically warp reality if she wanted to so she like fucking kick Thanos yeah ass. She, she whooped him hard <laughs> yeah, yeah 
And that was one of the more powerful things we've ever seen her do. Yep. Make it rain. Like, I'm excited. Well, she killed a lot of Wakandans. Well, and in Infinity, she, she lifted up all those big, spirally, chainsaw vehicle things. Yeah. I, yeah, so I, so far, I don't think they've tapped into everything she can do, because I, there's almost nothing she can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd hope that everyone just keeps her happy, because she could fuck, just kill everyone. <laughs> Yep. She I think her character is clearly like good at heart. Like you can just see it. Yeah, and I mean, and you know? like Elizabeth Olsen plays her extremely well, very well. <sighs> yeah. So her, uh, she's her almost sh- the same. I'll go ahead, Chris. I was gonna say, well, her new show, you know, WandaVision, you know, set in fifties. Like, who knows where that's gonna go? But I think uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be good. With yeah, she's almost got like the same. She's almost got the same character as Jean Grey, where, like, if they go in the same direction where she's, like, having mental breakdowns and could just end the world. I don't know. I feel like they would have to go in a different direction because they potentially already have a character like that. With Phoenix. Yeah, with Dart with Phoenix. Phoenix. Like, assuming that they fold those, uh, those well, that's, X-Men I'll characters say, with in. I that, with them possibly being able to be brought in now, like, they could make her... They could still technically make her Magneto's daughter... And not change anything. Sure. Um, yeah, I suppose it's true. Wait, no, 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 uh, no. Because in uh, Ultron, they, her parents. Oh, they killed. They them. say that her parents were killed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely not Magneto. Well, maybe those were her. Right. Adopted yeah, parents. you could have an adoption yeah, situation, or a hey, we swap can, these out. Could get around that. Yeah, you can definitely write that easily with one line of dialogue. There's just uh, her character hasn't really. It's still pretty new to the series and they haven't really delved into her much so there's plenty of story to come with her i think i think now definitely because anytime she's she's just a support oh, yeah i was gonna say anytime she's been in one of the movies it's not about her as much like the most we've ever seen with her was uh when she's with vision in scotland so or uh, ireland well, civil war when they made they made uh yeah I mean, so we've, we've caught glimpses, but I think they can definitely develop her into something a lot more than what they've done so far. And they've done a great job with her so far. So the mm-hmm. Disney Plus thing should be very interesting, especially with it being yeah. set in the past. See how that all ties together. But where there's a will, there's a Feige. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's dope. I hope they keep expanding on her. Yeah. You heard it. You heard it from Allegedly Jeff, folks. <laughs> you heard She's it here. Dope. <laughs> She's dope. She's dope. She's, she's dope. So, Levi, I hope that uh, answers your question a little bit. If not, let us know your thoughts. It would yeah. uh, be I'd be curious on your input on it. Yes. Um. Our next one, I think, and we've the next one um, from Facebook as well from a fan, Katie. Uh, she asked questions that we had got into already. Mm-hmm. Um, one, where where are the theories on where uh, Molnir went? Um, Cap took it to return to Finney Stones and he didn't bring it back with him. Well, I'm pretty sure he probably brought it back. Uh, and then also, why did Peter's friends look like they hadn't aged when Scott's daughter was most definitely aged up? And then also, this is a good question, what's the economical impact of three billion people just showing back up? People are gonna starve. <laughs> yeah. That's, the real, that's one of the real questions. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, not only what's the economical impact of three billion people just disappearing all at once, 
then finally adjusting and somehow making your way to, to like living day by day and then having them all just show back up like like do they get their stuff back in both cases, like do you know i don't right <laughs> squatters rights i think total the the infrastructure of the world economy just collapses in both like scenarios i don't I don't know. Tony foots the bill for most of the uh, downside there. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're right. I think some people definitely starve. I'm I'm not prepared for that. It's hopefully, hopefully, far from home kind of touches on that situation. They got. They have to. Have to, right? They're they're too smart not to. I would. I would even accept like a small like tie-in comic. Sure. That. That like helps fill in some gaps, you know. But I don't know. Even like a little like spoken montage by Peter at the end of or at the beginning of Far From Home, sure. where he's like, "Oh, so after we did it's this, you know." I mean, yeah, like I said, they're the writers and overlords of all this are too smart to not to just let it go. Probably, probably not mm-hmm. saying definitely, but I guess we'll find out in Far From Home. As a moviegoer, I don't give a fuck. True. <laughs> it's their problem, not mine. I assume they fixed it all. They're fine. People things. are smart. Yeah, they fixed it. We're good. <laughs> uh, the answer is always nanobots. Yep. Yeah. Those are future problems. <laughs> Waka- Waka- like Wakanda can just help them out. It's fine. That, yeah, they can also. <laughs> they got all that tech. Fuck. <laughs> they do. I mean, they were on the, he was on the way of doing that already. After Black Panther, they they imported all the food and stuff from Thanos' garden. You said to feed everybody. Oh, sure. There you go. This garden. There you go. Those weird ass eggs. Whatever the fuck they are. Durian, probably. It's definitely a durian kinder egg (laughs) situation. Right. It was. Next question from Facebook comes from Nicholas. Since the since the cap went and lived that life and never seemingly never had any children, is it safe to assume that Bucky is infertile as well? Infertile, whatever. That's uh, a potato potato uh, situation. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank God. Uh I didn't fuck up. Uh I again, we don't you don't know that he didn't have kids. Right. You know? Um I think Bucky is that at least what I can tell from you know, like Winter Soldier and Civil War and Infinity War, I don't think he that's part of his life now um, is settling down quite yet. <laughs> this is the most Nick quite Nick is my uh, cousin-in-law. Uh, <laughs> this, he says shit like this all the time and I fucking love it, so thanks, Nick. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's infertile, but he's had his head fucked with enough. Maybe I don't, maybe that affects his junk. Who knows? Uh, maybe he was the one who Joe Russo went on a date with <gasps> beginning of Endgame. <laughs> Uh, he was dead, so... There you go. Uh, no. <laughs> he was snapped on, Jeff, so... That's all. That's why he died. Damn he it. Died. The... But Bucky only had eyes for Cap, so, you know, once Cap was out of the picture, it's just yeah. nothing's nothing's raising the flagpole. <laughs> that's, uh, that's also a good point. And how, how pissed also is Bucky that he, out of the, the friendship between him and Cap, was supposed to be the the beef one the one that is the hero and shit you know and then like cap got super soldiered and mm-hmm. that's gotta it's gotta hit him hard you I know mean, i think he's glad cap's not in the picture anymore 
Wow. That's cruel. <laughs> I think he got over I think he got over that in the first Captain America movie. God, how dare you, Chris? Oh, you mean when he died, supposedly? Yeah. Allegedly. He was getting over it up before that point. Uh, I mean, but the answer to this question is his pull-out game is strong. All right. <laughs> there we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> I want to see all the things he can do with that arm. <laughs> Ooh. That's not the only metal appendage. This is a family show. <laughs> he ripped his penis off. Yeah, you don't. Well, hey, maybe he one of those. He didn't know his own Maybe strength. one of those electrodes that they put on his head accidentally <laughs> slipped down one day on his nuts and just. The Russians did yeah. sterilize uh, Black Widow. That is true. Yeah, it's canon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very possible. So yeah, you heard it here. Bucky is a eunuch. Thank you. <laughs> He's the Varus. <laughs> With more hair. Uh. We have one last tweet book question from our top fan, Jeff Allegedly, at Allegedly Jeff. Actually, no, our top fan's Isaac Davis. Shout out to Isaac Davis. Oh, uh, we got a new, bunch of new people, uh, new blood we in do. this, so maybe there's a new top fan? I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, guys. Welcome, welcome, to the, welcome to the fan. Welcome to the, welcome to the fan. The group. You, you know? should call them the ceiling fan. Thank you. you. Honestly, though, thank you. There you go. Um, so this is a good one, also that me and Dustin have talked about. But from Jeff allegedly at allegedly Jeff at CGY podcast. Hold on, before you, do you just want to read it? No, yeah. no, no, I don't. You're here. I, don't I don't feel I should. Okay, you don't. Okay, read you're, here. you're here. I'm giving you the yeah. opportunity. Be prepared no. to answer your own question in a second. I though. Oh, I will. Come get your power rankings. Official top five MCU movies. Go. Hashtag tweet corner. Hashtag explain MCU to a Now, top five is practically impossible to do because I would say that, that at least the top ten are interchangeable. So, oh, I guess me and Dustin had talked about this, mm-hmm. and we, we kind of agreed that just because some movies are not in the top five, it doesn't mean they're not good. No. It's just... No, no, that, that's exactly what this means. You have to choose your the five movies that are good. Five. Well, they're all five. Black Panther. <laughs> four. I. What? Five. Here you go. Let him Black finish. Panther. Four. Civil War. Three. Infinity War. Two. Endgame. One. Uh, Winter Soldier. Ooh, see, oh, that's, that's a good list. That's a good that list. That's a good list. But it's wrong, though. <laughs> I mean, of course it is. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Number five, Ragnarok. Number four, Winter Soldier. Nope. Number four, Civil War. Number three, Infinity War. Number two, Winter Soldier. Number one, Endgame. And I think I have to add to answer this again in probably like a few months because Endgame is still so fresh that it, it it's high up there to me. Yeah, you got so that recent that could, that could that could change. So, but that that is. My I kind of also feel I I lump Infinity War and Endgame together right now. Yeah, they're one movie. Almost a little bit. I'd let you get away with that if you want to do that. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say in no particular order. Uh, I'm 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 gonna go with. 
No, no I'm, I'm saying order. in no particular order. I'm, I'm declining. <laughs> Top five. Uh, I'm going to go Infinity, <laughs> Ragnarok, Homecoming, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man 1. Ooh. Oh, man. I like that's it. Good, no, that's a good list. I like it. it again, yeah. They, and, like, I agree. Uh, Endgame and Captain Marvel are both too fresh for me to put in there right now. Sure. Captain Marvel's okay. It is a good list. Um, it's also wrong. Well, it's the right <laughs> answer. I think... Right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, my personal would be Homecoming, Ragnarok, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. Alright. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. From fi- That's from five to one. Also wrong, but not bad. My my list might actually be... I don't think it's the, it's the same movies as Chris, though. <laughs> it's the problem. Five... <laughs> I, it was a toss-up for me between Thor Ragnarok and Doctor Strange, just because I love Doctor Strange so much. Um, but I think I'm going to go Thor Ragnarok. Four, Civil War. Three, Winter Soldier. And then two, one is Infinity War Endgame. But again, it's maybe just because Endgame's so new. I don't know. Those might swap. You can put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, it's just... it. Because, like you said, like Infinity War is fucking amazing, but like that's what makes Endgame so amazing, right? Because yeah, of have Infinity to have War. them both. Um, that's right. I, that's why so, I think I'm lumping them together and bringing Ragnarok into five. Okay, if we lump them together, then I'm pulling Doctor Strange in to number five. If like I said, if you asked me a few months, I think Winter Soldier is going to be my number one. I think Winter Soldier is great because it's. It's a superhero movie, Marvel Universe, but it's like, it's a born identity movie with yeah. Marvel superheroes. <clears throat> Winter, like Win- it is Winter, such a good spy movie. Winter Soldier is easily my favorite non Avengers movie, like not right. full cast. Like it's just I fucking love Winter Soldier so much. It's like sneaky good. Like most people forget about it almost, but it's mm-hmm. way underrated. It's just such a it good is. story, and of course, it's a Russo brothers yeah. movie. Um, I think those, like, those two are like the what do you, what do they do only now? directors. <laughs> yeah, good question. I think they're the only two only two directors that have ever had three billion dollar movies. Yes. Snap on a pile of money, and which then, is pretty crazy. Well, and yeah, then, <laughs> and then plus, like, I understand that like Civil War is not a quote unquote Avengers movie, but it is. I yeah, can, it is. I consider it an Avengers movie. I think I think after we saw it. I think Adam, you and I were talking, and I was like, "That's my favorite Avengers movie." It's like it just is. Avengers two point five, and then Infinity War came out, and I was like, "Okay, no, that's my favorite Avengers movie." And then I was like, "All right, fuck, all right." So, what's the official CGY podcast? So this would be. Oh my god, dude! Chris, Clark, and Dustin. This is all you, you three. Are we saying Infinity War and Endgame are one movie? Uh, Yeah, we'll go with one movie. Okay. Okay, so then what's number five? What you guys should do is you should uh, put together like a little like double blind spreadsheet, rank each one, and then magically find out which ones are the best. It's not a bad idea. That could work. That could work. Yeah, we may have to come back to that. You can't uh... putting us on the spot. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I already know that. I feel like Winter Soldier is going to be on this. Ragnarok's list. five. Everyone, cool with that, Chris. I agree. Cool with that? I agree. I'll take your silences. Yes. Yeah, Chris agrees. <laughs> Silence is compliance. Um, 
I think we're going to have to go Doctor Strange at number four because you guys both mentioned that movie. I'm cool with that. Civil War three. I'm definitely okay with that. And then either one, one, the, the t- t- one and two for me. I, I may I think you and I are on the same page. One and two for me are are interchangeable. But Winter Soldier is one. Dark World. Yes. I I I would agree with you. Dark it's World. It's actually Dark World. <laughs> I would no, I'd, I'd be I'd be okay with that. If you want to go Infinity War, Endgame Infinity, two, Winter Soldier Infinity one. Infinity Endgame is number two, and then Winter Soldier is number one. Wow, no work for Ant Man. Yeah, that's fine. No, well. they are a separate kind of movie. <laughs> Both of them are separate movies to me. Kinds of movies. Like so, I could give you the top ten, and it doesn't mean any of the movies are bad. It's just my preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and like and like even Brandon brought up like Thor one is a is a great fucking movie. I think Thor one's good. Yeah, it's it's almost a perfect movie. It's fucking. Well, I called crazy. Iron Man one. Or we what yeah. did I say Thor one? Yeah, you did. I meant I meant I, mean, I, I meant Iron Man. There we go. Sorry. I don't want to question you saying it's fucking perfect and amazing, but I was like, uh, Thor one's okay. Sorry, we were yeah. just saying Thor. <laughs> like, I'm thinking Iron Man one. Iron Man one. Is... I was just watching Iron Man, and the third act is a bit questionable but the first two are so like, good when he's discovering the suits becoming really iron man good. to like trying out being iron man yeah that's all amazing and you get a myspace reference so i mean yeah it's been so long since we've had one of those. then he comes back and gets his cheeseburgers and just oh yeah. <laughs> how long until you think they uh, reboot all these movies Thirty years, twenty twenty-five. Yeah, you think? I mean, you gotta think they're gonna go at least 30, another 10. 20 to 30, thirty years would be generous. I don't know. Twenty to thirty. Well, I mean, are you, okay. Are you gonna count like if they introduce Iron Girl? Is that a reboot? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking like where Tony. just they throw out all the canon of these movies. And Tony Stark is back. Ah, uh, maybe yeah. Okay. Because they could do what you're talking about, where yeah. they just kind of continue it thirty years from now, like they did with Star Wars. It's hard to know. I think honestly, I don't. I don't see the MCU going away anytime soon. There's enough back catalog to do. Let's just keep it going. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's so much. There's so many stories, and they make so much money. <laughs> they... But there is like a saturation point that I feel like they're gotta hit eventually. I thought they would have reached it by now. It's been eleven yeah. years, Jeff. Yeah, it's I true. Think they, that's the case. They would have reached it already. I mean, these but are the only movies I go to see at a theater. The we're going we're, we're going into new story arcs so who knows yeah, we I, could see it i think yeah i think whatever happens in this next story arc will be telling for the future of it i think if people start getting bored of it yeah then yeah otherwise they will just keep knocking it out of the park and then we'll see how long this the zeitgeist is definitely just it's they can't do any wrong right it's at its peak but yeah so we'll see what happens in the next arc whatever the next saga will be Oh, could determine a lot. But I think that's it. Yeah, I think two hours and twenty minutes. We did it. Uh, we did a Reddit. We did a Reddit. <laughs> We're here. We made it. Um. So, from you know all of us, uh, thank you so much for if you managed to get this far. Thank you for listening this long. Uh, it's going to be hard to find time on your drives to work to listen to it all, but hey, thank you. Um, that was episode 50. We got to 50. Here's the next 50.
Yes. Um, if you would like to, a lot of you have uh, just very recently, you can like our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter at CGY Podcast. Uh, I think we're going to start riding this wave of interaction and getting people in listening to the show. Um, so follow us there. We do have an Instagram that we don't really use that much anymore um, at CGY Podcast. Come get your podcast.com. I actually have, I haven't done it since I said I would, but like I have a lot of plans with my wife and I for that website. So there should be stuff popping up there in the near future. Um, and then we have a Twitch channel, which I will be getting back to now that my life has returned to some form of normalcy that I don't have to be in training for 10 hours a day. Uh, so that'll be going again. Let's see. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, uh, listen to us on Podbean, Google Play. Uh, am I missing any of those? I don't think so. Nope. Uh, Jeff and Brandon, if you want to shout out anything you guys are doing that you would like people to possibly see, go ahead. If you want? Uh, no, I'm just a lurker. I don't have anything. I'm Attaboy. planning on napping later. Okay. <laughs> so you can check Brandon out napping, maybe if he does a live feed. Um, <laughs> thank you very, very much again for listening and liking and subscribing. Tell your friends, tell everyone, tell your parents. Um, go see Endgame. Do it. Pussy. No shower thought? Oh, no. It's here. Uh, wow. Jesus. Calm down. Jeez, man. <clears throat> As always, show. Oh, go 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 now go! I'm nervous. Uh, as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Edit. This week's shower thought comes from user Narksdog, and they say, "There's a big difference between men and women when they say they finished a whole box of tissues watching that film last night." <laughs> so, thank you, everyone. Uh, episode fifty. I've been your host, Adam. <laughs> I've been Dustin, and I've been Chris. I'm a Brandon. I'm Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Love you, 3000.